welcome everybody to episode 78 of the ADV podcast. It is a crazy show today. Crazy! <laughs> a lot of important things to talk about, a lot of not so important things to talk about, but... Uh, well, we have to address the elephant in the room. Today is China's National Day. Correct. So we wanted to say Taiwan number one, and we will be doing a montage of our favorite, not favorite clips, but favorite scenery and real uh, situations in Taiwan that we've gone through. Yeah. Um, that we filmed ourselves. Most of this is, yeah, I filmed this in Taipei. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have all of Taiwan's best scenery to com commemorate China's National Day. Well, I wouldn't say best scenery, but some scenery. Well, I mean, stuff that we enjoy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyway, guys, uh, let's get started, shall we? <laughs> Everyone we have echo. echo. I'm going to check my reliable source. Okay, please check your reliable source. No, I don't think my reliable source is coming through. Mm -hmm. Why would there be echo? I guess. Can you move your mic? I just turn my mic off. Okay, we'll see. Just yeah. bit move like move yours that just way. Open it on your phone. We'll see. Oh, okay, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. <clears throat> still an echo apparently. So well, let's find out if there's still echo. If there is still echo, we'll deal with it. But you I guys are gonna. I'm gonna beat you up if you're lying. We'll find out very soon. There's no echo. Winston has echo. Do I have echo? Yeah, you're echo. Really? You're still echo. You gotta move your mic, dude. Hello. Just keep. I don't think it that's down. it. It's ridiculous. It's the same as always. Yeah, it's better with mic further. It is. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Fine. Hopefully that took care of the echo. All right, guys. Let's get into it. Let's go into what's new. This is where we talk about what's new, specifically to do with China. So uh, let's see. What is new? Well, we've got some friends to uh, bring back for all of you guys here. You might recognize the Shamateur. For those of you who don't know the Shamateur, can you give them an introduction? Shamateur is, uh, well, if you guys are new here, you, uh, the OG fans are going to know very dear, near and dear to their heart what Shamateur is. But Shamateur is a type of fashion slash movement slash kind of club of people in China. And it's usually fac migrant factory workers. So low-income people, they're demonized by society. They're looked down upon by society. They think they look like scumbags. We love them. We think that it's hard to be a migrant worker in China when you're away from your family and friends and you're in a new place, especially in China where every area is super regionalized. So they you, people from local areas in China, they will look down on people from other areas, right? Mm -hmm. So the Shamata, Echo is worse, by the way. This is really annoying me. Okay. Um, give me a second. I will remove my microphone from the whole system and create it again. I think it's the only way. All right, so let's get that out of there. You guys are seeing this technical difficulty stuff, but guess what? At the end, I'll cut it out in post. <laughs> you won't. I will. I'll use the YouTube editor. Okay. Right, let me just get this right. So they can enjoy this. Sea Milk does not have an echo. Echo on Winston's mic. So yeah, it's your mic. You know what we're gonna do is we're gonna do something here. What are we gonna do? You'll see. It's I don't want surprises on the it's live gonna, show. It's gonna be a surprise. I don't like that. Okay. I move my mic, you dinguses. I move my mic like freaking 10 meters away. Try now. It's going to take a couple seconds because there's delay. Yeah. Could be the room. Could be the room. We moved offices. So. 
Mm. <laughs> we went very far away, so maybe the, the signal's traveling very far distance. I don't know. Okay. So, is that better, everyone? Uh, Echo on Winston's mic still. Your mic is messed up. Winston's mic is an echo. It's show stopping. Absolutely nonsense. Because I've just Giga switched. Echo. I've just switched your mic and my mic. It shouldn't be echoing still. Now, now I'm echoing. Yes. Now I'm echoing. Yeah. Oh, it seems better. Much better. Much better. Much better. Much better. Okay. Good. We got to win. All right. Now sea milk now echoes. <laughs> no, it's fine. Everyone says it's fine. It's better. Yeah. Okay. Just tip tip it real good. Okay. I'll tip All mine right. real All right. good. All right. We'll tip it Let's like get this. on with this. Okay. okay. So shamata. Let's go for it. So shamata is um, it's that movement basically of these people that are long lost uh, factory workers from different parts of China. They go to different areas, different cities to be a migrant worker. Yeah. And that for some bizarre reason, they pick up this aesthetic where they poof out their hair, go crazy with their hair, mm -hmm. like really weird hairstyles, and then they wear like very cheap, awful. Taobao clothes. I would say yeah. like the equivalent of going to like not a flea market, like a like a dollar store to shop for your clothes, basically. Wearing you know like cheap Halloween or Christmas yes, costumes. That, that material. Yeah, it's, uh, yes. like very yeah yeah. Yes. That's what they wear. So the shamata. Mm -hmm. We found our favorite group of shamata, yeah, which is this Lego hair guy. Yeah, yeah, he's the he's the winner. They he paints his face like white, yeah, but then he forgets to do the rest, and yeah. he uses these crazy filters. And mm -hmm. he's their leader. He's supposed to be the handsome one. And they walk around in flowers, and they had to do this thing with their head, and they sniff their fingers. We'll play his. Yeah. And there's a reason we're bringing this up. We're gonna play it. Yeah, you go okay. ahead. Okay. Yeah. This is your typical shamata example. This is his crew. Yeah. Um, we know these guys like the back Ryan. He actually, he replied to one of my comments That's in awesome. Chinese. Um, yeah, you've seen this all before. If you've been watching the show, yeah. you've seen these guys. I just want, these are in their new videos. Yeah. So I just wanted to update you guys, but I wanted to update you for a reason because right after this, this is their latest one that they've dropped. Look at these guys. They're getting in there. The sniffing the finger thing. I don't get the sniff finger sniff thing. It's very, only they do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a very shamata thing to do. Yeah. So check this out. Pause this. We got a new crew on deck. Yeah. We want you guys to help us name them. Yeah. So the original group, I'm going to, uh, we're going to put out a poll to see what you guys like better. But yeah. what I wanted to say is that there's a new crew and they have beef. Yeah. They're beefing with each other. They're stitching each other's videos and they're going at each other's throats because this new crew are the new shamatsu on the block. They think they're much more handsome, much cooler, and they are getting a following. They are actually getting a following. So yeah. this shamatsu group, I want you guys to name both of them. We'll go through the videos real quick so you yeah. guys can get a feel for them. Yeah, so let's take a look at the new challenger. Here comes a new challenger. Yes. And for those of you who are wondering why the volume's so low, we we're doing that because we don't want copyright claims. Because one thing about the Chinese internet, Chinese uh, TikTok and Chinese everything is that they use copyright songs freely. They just use anything because they don't care about copyright there. But if you play it on YouTube, you get nailed. So that's why it's solo. <laughs> Damn. What a boss. Look at these yeah. guys. Look at the filter. Ah, oh. I mean... This guy's going up against Lego hair, dude. Mm -hmm. And he's only got two crew members. But yeah. I will say... What's with the teddy bear what is, t The teddy bear's hanging off his shirt. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really like, bizarre. Like, Save me. Look how, how like, Look at badass the they're like, walking around. Wow. Like, <laughs> what a crew. Yeah. So, I have an honorable mention here as well. Okay, these are the two, those are the two cronies of the new crew. 
But look at, oh, what a surprise. What do you think they're doing? What do you think? Oh, oh. it's just the bros. Where's the leader? He's I not know. in that one. Okay, so pause this. Okay. This is like the straggling crew. Yeah, okay. These guys, I feel like we're trying to keep up with Lego hair guys. Yes. They have the same sort of lineup, but they are using such an extreme face slimming filter, which they yeah. use in China. Yeah. It's, it's like common. warping the galaxy around them. Look at their head versus their like. <laughs> I know, it's Look just their insane. Nose. So oh, I'll play yeah, let's watch this. They're, these guys are, we're kicking them out. We just want yeah. to see their yeah, stuff. Yeah, let's see. They don't have any confidence either. It's like a, just a mild sniff. Yeah, you know, mild sniff. A bit of a whiff. He's like, oh, he's gray. He's like gray. <laughs> What's it's this? It's the filter. Guy's an alien. I know, it's the filter. Yeah. Look. <laughs> oh, your base RB line just. So I want you to go back. Okay. Real quick. All right, 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 sure. To which one? The, the beginning. I want you guys to name all the way at the beginning. Not these okay. guys. Screw those guys. Yeah. This is the OGs. Yeah, these are the OG guys. If you've seen their first episode, you'll love them. I yeah. feel like these are our bread and butter. These sure. are our dudes. And he's, he was nice enough to reply to me. He actually yeah. said, I said, I said to him in Chinese, I said, um, we're rooting for you. You know, keep it up. Yeah. Post more videos. You guys are super handsome, super cool. And he wrote, these foreigners on TikTok don't want to watch us. <laughs> yeah. He was really disappointed. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, they've got an international audience through us now. Yes. Mm. So, but the second crew, the one that they're beefing with, go back to them, the guy, this guy. Yeah. We need to name both crews. So pop in your ideas uh, yeah. down here. Yeah. This, These dudes, to me, like play their clip one more time, okay. are just... I'm not, I shouldn't instill my opinion on you guys. You guys no. should come up with your own. But let's come up with the two crews and their names. Yeah. We'll create lore around this. Try to get them to interact with us and we'll show our conversations and stuff. It should be quite fun. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, yeah, let us know on the subreddit. Make memes out of it, please. It'll be fun. It'll be and fun. then we'll find a name for these guys. By the way, uh, thanks for putting up with our technical difficulties. You yes. know, having since moved into this new office, it's all yeah. still, a, you know, there's a couple of glitches. Soundproofing and stuff's not all, all up yet, but mm -hmm. I think we've sorted it out. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a little update on Shamato. Before we move on to our next segment, we've got a couple of little thing, memes that came up on our subreddit. For those of you who don't know, we have a subreddit, ADV China on our Reddit, so <laughs> reddit.com forward slash r forward slash ADV China. If you just want to have a couple of laughs and giggles and talk about things that uh, we did in the show and, and uh, make some memes and stuff, it's always good, so feel free to join. Um, yeah, so we're going to look at one or two of those memes quickly. Let me just fast forward past these alien guys. And there we go. I just, I like this one. This, <laughs> uh, if you can give some context onto that one. Well, you know, sea milk doesn't like uh, the way Australians in particular like to shorten words. Just the slang. It's instead not... of saying breakfast, they say brekkie. <gasps> instead of a biscuit, it's bicky and have a ciggy, you know, instead of have a cigarette, you know, that kind of thing. So <sighs> this is like sea milk. I got a lot of hate after that, by the way. <laughs> I, look, I apologize. I like Australia. No, me too. But I, I will agree with you. I don't like that kind of. Uh, yeah. It's very. You guys don't do that in South Africa. No, people do. Don't forget. Ooh. South Africa is a mix. Not everyone does that. Some people do that. It's a mix of, you know, all the sort of you know, colony type mentality that you had from Australia and New Zealand. It's the same kind of thing, right? So you got a lot of the same colloquialisms going around. So yeah. Yeah. You you do space you do have some people that say brekkie and whatnot. But you know, we've got our own special words that are thrown in there all the time. You know, Afrikaans mixed in and things like yeah, that. Yeah, makes sense. It yeah. makes sense that there would be a mix. 
it's like you know you're sickling with something means you're struggling with something you know that kind of thing we just throw it all in there anyway uh digress probably time for us to answer a couple of super chats before we head on to our next segment what do you think yeah sounds good okay cool um so king says we'll be studying for finals so i can't make it today but here's five dollary dues as the show oh, support well that really kind of fits into what the meme we just we just mm, looked at i appreciate it one love from singapore says wonderful start to my saturday mornings here in singapore thanks gents stay safe thank you very much thank you Power shift. Uh, China said it will crack down on IP theft ahead of the Beijing 22 games. Sounds about right. They're only about 40 years too late. She's That's, getting very nervous. It's nonsense. You know, this, this whole IP theft thing, they've been promising They've been promising to shut, like, crack down on it from the get-go. And the world's kind of turned a blind eye and, and taken China's word for it and been like, okay, fine, you say you're going to do it, so we'll trust you. And you know what? It's never been resolved. It never will be resolved. And just like every other promise that comes out of the CCP, it, it either the only time their promises ever get fulfilled is if it's something they wanted to do anyway. But if it's something they don't want to do, it'll never happen. Correct. You know? Cool. Should we move on? Uh, let me finish the oh, ones that happened before the show. Cool. Tez, it turned. How often do you check your ADV media email? I don't believe we have an ADV media email. Mm. Um, expect one from a mysterious individual named Harry Wang. Um, okay. I looked for Harry Wang. Didn't find him. We have a, an ADV China email. Yeah. Dion Chapman, sorry I can't make today's show. I uh, need to do my motorbike learners again. Well, good oh. luck with that, my Fantastic. friend. Fantastic, yeah. Go do it. Go pass. Go pass. All right, let's, let's okay, move on. Okay, cool. So we're going to move on to Soft Power Hour, everybody. This is where we talk about, uh, you know, the main topic of the show, usually what's going on and how China changes your mind through its propaganda and so on. And we've got a very interesting one here today. Okay. So you want to start? Do you want to get into this? Yeah, sure. So okay. I was on Reddit, or sorry, Reddit, Twitter and Reddit are the same thing. My boomer ass. <laughs> sure, mind. sure. Um, so I was on Twitter and I was talking to my friend Inti while we were talking to him in our group chat. And mm -hmm. Inti is a Uyghur that lives activist. in America. Yeah, he's a Uyghur as well. Yeah. He's an actual and he's an activist. Yeah. But he's, he's a Uyghur activist. activist. He's a Uyghur activist, but that is Uyghur. Yeah. Um, anyway, he, is, he was talking to us about some stuff he was finding if you would filter out certain key phrases. Now, yes. I apologize if you've already seen my video on Lawai 86. It's the one I just did it's yep. about this, but I brought it up on here because there's a resolution to what happened. Yes. So there were thousands and thousands and thousands of, of accounts posting new Uyghur propaganda. Exactly the same as those, if you guys remember before we covered. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can just see it in the background. Yeah. yeah. But these uh, videos that were angry saying like, shut up, Mike Pompeo. There is no forced labor in, yeah. in Xinjiang. Well, they did it again. And yes. they posted thousands of clips basically saying, shut up, H&M. There's no forced labor sure. and forced cotton picking here in Xinjiang. But the, the interesting thing is that all of these accounts, the majority of them, and there were literally hundreds and hundreds of these thousands. accounts, thousands of these yeah. accounts, they're all new. They're all made like in the last month or so, most of them. Yeah. Some of them were old accounts that had obviously been hacked or co-opted somehow. Yes. But they were all just very empty accounts and then just suddenly ha all posted the same the exact stuff. same stuff yeah, yeah exactly so you know i put out that video and i just wanted to show the resolution which is about to show up here mm -hmm. um all of these accounts when i was going through most of them like you said were these new accounts and then yes. some of them were these ha i think hacked accounts because yeah. a lot of them were european accounts that stopped posting in 2016. yeah so abandoned they were probably abandoned, abandoned had accounts. very bad security or somebody yeah. could claim them you know you can sometimes claim that's my account you have to prove something they probably have a way of doing that probably, if it's been abandoned. Yeah. I e suppose, yeah. Either way, they were all just posting the exact same propaganda things about, oh, there's no forced labor. Look how happy the Uyghurs are. You know, show 
show like and they were Cotton getting Uyghur people forcing Uyghur people to say this on camera like they yeah. did the first time with English subtitles with English subtitles and the, that's the irony is that this was made for you as yeah. an English speaker to understand and see these, these were put out this ridiculous propaganda junk that they do all the time and they have those bot farms we've, yeah. we've seen them we've shown them before where they've yeah. got like thousands of cell phones yeah. there and they've got like one person operating hundreds of phones at a time just you know oh but take a look what happened yeah Look how many of the accounts were suspended. But you know, this is the thing. All of them were suspended. Here's what's really frustrating. If it wasn't for the... Sorry, before we get into that. If it wasn't for the hard work of people like Inti Mm -hmm. and yourself Mm -hmm. making videos, putting it out there and bringing attention to it, they would not have been suspended. No. No, they would have kept hanging out. So the CCP takes advantage of Western social media in the most cheap way possible basically spamming and creating fake accounts, bot accounts. And they, they're very good at creating scripts that run on all these phones. When you've got these hundreds of phones, I've seen it myself when I was in Shenzhen. I've seen one of those places and it's very sophisticated. So they've got a whole bunch of Android phones, you know, all running custom software on them. And then they inject a script into all of them. The script will randomize certain things. So it doesn't look like it's all coming from the same place and it will spoof IP addresses and whatnot. So they can, you know, at the click of a button, they can create a thousand new accounts on Twitter, all with random names that randomly grabs a picture of the internet and creates an account. So there's very little like actual manual labor involved here. It's all done through software. And then what it does, they do is they say, okay, post X, Y, Z things. And uh, it goes out and suddenly you've got a thousand odd accounts all posting this propaganda, trying to pretend like it's uh, you know a real person. And those accounts will randomly follow like four or five Big accounts on Twitter. Yeah, like HBO. And yeah, they'll just randomly. Fo- so it looks Bloomberg. like it looks yeah. like they are kind of independent people, organic yeah. and organic. And this is something that the Western world, uh, especially Western social media companies, need to wake up to. It's this base abuse of the system to push Chinese propaganda, and it slips through the cracks because <clears throat> number one, there's a language barrier. And that always yeah. is the case. People yeah. don't see, they won't be able to see because a lot of it's in Chinese. The, the usernames are in Chinese and stuff. And it looks like, oh, that's probably right to a lot of people. Yeah. So there's a language barrier that gets in the way. There are cultural and politically correct barriers that get in the way as well. People are worried about like, oh, maybe we shouldn't uh, target Chinese accounts because they'll make us look racist. That kind of thing. That gets in the way as well. And they take advantage of this and spam the crap out of everyone to the detriment of the Uyghur people and also just to the detriment of everybody out there. Think about all the resources that are wasted on this crap. Just from an IT perspective, the fact that you've got databases and servers having to run and process this crap, bandwidth being used up for this asinine garbage propaganda, it just pisses me off. And these companies are, like Twitter and so on, are actually just running at a loss because of this shit. They should actually kick into high gear and start banning this. Honestly, they need to be a little bit more sophisticated. And it shouldn't be up to people like Inti, yourself, myself, and other people to constantly point out to them that this is the Chinese government taking advantage of their system in order for them to take action. I will. Can I say something, though? Yeah. Cheers to Twitter. For actually dealing with it, because yeah. they actually jumped on a lot of stuff. Remember those 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 pretty ladies that so the Chinese government was hiring. Yes, they removed their account because it was very clear propaganda that yeah. was trying to skirt the rules of Twitter. I mean, great These accounts. They removed them all. YouTube doesn't. No, YouTube. Doesn't. YouTube lets all this Uyghur genocide denial propaganda just hang out. Yeah, 
and it's bullshit because it's being run by bot farms. Yeah. You don't, you don't, as a social media platform, you can't allow that kind of stuff to take over. It's bullshit. Yeah. No, you can't. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, either, New Echo. either way, <laughs> it's all taken care of. They've been suspended for now. We'll wait for the next big flood of crazy propaganda to hit Twitter and YouTube and various other places and be shoved in your face. Yeah. Anyway, cool. We got something else which is kind of funny and it's along the same lines. You know, on our ADV China um, channel, we released a video where we went to, we were on the North Korean border. Okay? Remember that one? And for those of you who don't know, when we were filming Conquering Northern China, you can actually see us on the North Korean border in that documentary. But it was a harrowing experience, and uh, we almost got into a lot of trouble. We had to really figure our way around the place. We took serious precautions in order to not get into any kind of trouble, but we filmed it. And so it looks like this big campaign that came out recently is a response to that video of ours. What do you think? You getting gay coastal? I would absolutely agree with that. Um, mm -hmm. The thing is, the whole point of this video is it's a straw man scenario. Meaning that like China made a bunch of people go out there and say, hey, I'm on the North Korean border with China and I'm just trying to film something. But all these SWAT team guys, just like in all of our stories and the SWAT team guys bust us, sure. these SWAT team guys come in. But actually, it's just a misunderstanding because what it is, is they're trying to keep me safe. They're mm. trying to protect me. So they're trying to tell me, hey, you can film whatever you want. Just it's really sensitive over in North Korea. We're just trying to protect you, right? Actually, just roll this whole clip. Okay, we'll roll the clip. We're going to get out of here. Please watch this, everyone, and let's take a look. Ingwa 您拿着个架子，别产生什么误会。我们呢是担心您的安全。然后我说，那我不拍他们那边，我只拍我们这边的山和水。您看行吗？然后一个战士想了想说，行，那我们就不耽误您工作了。I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, I think Winston and I had something to do with this video. You know, due to the fact that we just put out a video called "On the North Korean Border: How We Got Away from the Police in China." This is just a straw man scenario they're posing to the populace to say, well, the Chinese government's very authoritarian and we will tell you to stop doing what you're doing in the name of national security, but it's just to keep you safe. It's kind of to test the waters. It's kind of to get people used to it. But the funny thing is not about this video, which is clearly scripted. The funny thing is this video happened countless times. The exact same script. Check this out. 伸了一件让我毕生都觉得很温暖的事情。刚才我拿着手机支架，准备在江边录视频的时候，以五十米外停着一辆边防的特警车，因为我们这边呢是在中朝的边境线上，隔着一条鸭绿江，两百米以外
And just 200 meters away is Japan. I think this guy,、uh, unfortunately, should be coached a little bit on geography to know that that's literally impossible. Okay, we're back. So, we've, for everyone out there, we've switched to one microphone to eliminate any kind of echo. To eliminate any kind of echo? Echo, echo, echo.、Uh, anyway, so. <laughs> Yes.、Uh, long story short, that was the,、uh, this another. So at the same time, what I wanted to get at, there's at the same time of those Uyghur videos that came out over and over again, they're all the same script. Yes. There's no forced labor in Xinjiang. This is all nonsense. We are very angry that you're slandering Xinjiang、mm-hmm. over and over. Copy, paste, copy, paste. These guys, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. This is not organic. Okay.、No. And actually, I follow a lot of Chinese media. Yeah.、Eh, go figure.、Um, I follow a lot of Chinese media and I was reading through. Uh, an actual post. Someone made a post about these copy videos. Yeah. And they were talking, and this is super nationalist, like high level nationalist board. I'm、yeah. talking about like it has connections to the, the, to the military, to the military、yeah. in China.、Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how this was not a government initiative,、sure. had nothing to do with the government. These are just very nationalist people that want to get views. Why would that script get views? It was rote memorization. Yes. Over and over and over again for this. There's no, nothing cool about saying this. Yeah. This is the kind of shit that doesn't get traction in China because it's boring. Yes. It was clear propaganda. Not only that, with those foreigners that got paid. Yeah. The other it's day crazy. To say the exact same thing. And how safe they feel in how China. How safe they feel in China. We're on top of this、uh, crappy propaganda, and that's the problem. It all problem. came out at the same time. It's very low effort. The、yeah. Chinese government, they have such a huge budget. For their propaganda, but guess what? You know who they, why, what they end up spending that 300 billion or whatever they have, 300 million, whatever it was that they've got to spend on propaganda? Yeah. What did they end up doing? They end up hiring drunk, drunks, criminals, dodgy, weird, sycophant, psychopaths, like the worst, very, very、like、unhinged people, bottom of the barrel、yeah. types of people, and they pay like Fiverr basically. <laughs> You know, quality <laughs> level of foreigners、yeah. to go and say these stupid scripts. Right. And they pay their own people to do this kind of thing like this,、yeah. like what we've just seen. It's embarrassing. It and、is. that's why it's so easy to spot.、Um, and I, I kind of hope they never up their game. Well, that was the thing. Somebody sent me a very, some German guy, he sent me a message、mm-hmm. on Patreon and he had, a, he had a good point. Yeah. He goes, listen, when you point this stuff out as you should, you're bringing us this awareness to us, right? Yeah. But it's very clear that their, their quality and their attention to detail is so bad. And I explained to him this is how the CCP works is that a guy will, let's say, a top、uh, local official in Xinjiang, right? Yeah. This guy will get an order from Beijing. He'll、mm. get a call and they'll say, hey, listen, we got a million dollars for you. Yeah. But you need to use it to go get 5,000 Uyghurs to get on camera and say that there's no forced labor, right? Yeah. Now, Anybody with two brain cells that is going out there to make a propaganda campaign like that believable will go and try to ha- maybe organically do it. Like, if I was a head of propaganda and I had no moral bones in my body、sure. and was going to make excuses for genocide, what I would do is I would go and then film a, a Uyghur person. Yes. And it would be completely organic and then maybe cut it together properly, right? Not sit down, read the script, memorize the script, look into the camera and like, I'm yeah,、exactly. not forced to do any, you know what I mean?、Sure. Make an organic conversation and then you can edit it in post to make it believable. But that would require time, money, editors, film equipment, all this kind of stuff, right? Yes. So, 
what in what they do is they scattershot it. They go out there and they call a bunch of people that have no idea what they're doing. Yes. To go and do that, they're like, oh yeah, my cousin is in film. Oh my friend, you know, he went to uh, the whatever local community college for audio. Yeah. And they'll be, be like, okay, yeah, I know this Uyghur down the road, right? And it turns into absolute crap because it's loss of corruption because the guy at the top mm-hmm. took the money from Beijing and kept most of it himself. And you can vouch for this. That's pretty much how China works. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. why stuff is so bad quality in China, right? Now, the guy's point, the German guy was that, said, if you point out their bad propaganda, which is already quite obvious to us, mm-hmm. aren't you helping them the next time around? Yes. And the point of my video was, yes, actually I did because they tried to fix some of the inaccuracies in their previous propaganda. Mm-hmm. But they do it so badly yet again because they're so goddamn greedy. Yes. And it's great. Like, if this is as good as it gets, then I'll be happy. <laughs> Absolutely. You know. So we've seen a lot of ramp up of nationalism before um, the National Day holiday, which is just today, mm-hmm. October 1st. It is one of the big holidays in China. This is where everyone gets like a week off. Okay. Yeah. And it's crazy. You do not want to be traveling during this oh, time in China. Oh, boy. It is the worst. Sardines. Yeah. It's just... Because... You know, the way China works is you don't, in a Western company, usually you can save up your off days, you know, your sick leave, your annual leave, and you can kind of schedule when you can go yes. on holiday. It doesn't work that way in China. You only go on holiday when the state allows you to go on holiday. So it's these state mandated holidays. Right. So you have to understand now 1.4 billion people all of a sudden are off right. for a week. Correct. Okay, some of them are forced to kind of work extra hours and overtime, but most of the people are not working right now. So now they travel. Yeah. And everyone plans to travel during this week. And it is chaos. You know, one of my clients when I was in Shenzhen, now I told this ages ago, so most of you probably haven't heard this, but they decided that they would take a day trip to the beach, you know, Damesha. And you know, Damesha normally takes an hour to drive from downtown Shenzhen to get to Damesha, right? So it's the beach in Shenzhen. It's, just, it's a famous beach in Shenzhen. It's big. It's called Damesha, which just means big, beautiful sand. Okay? Yeah. That's li- the literal translation. And there's, Shao- there's Xiaomeisha, which is little, beautiful sand. Yeah. And that one you actually have to pay to go on the beach, but right. Damesha is free. Although you have to show your passport or your ID card to get onto the beach and get your bags scanned and go through. A, I've got a whole video about it. It's ridiculous. It's, you, that's a real thing. And, and you actually have to like schedule. You have to book to go to the beach. You know, and you have to go to a machine and get a ticket and then go walk through a security checkpoint to go to the beach. It's ridiculous. Anyway, this was before they'd set that up. Yes. So it takes an hour to go there. And this is probably one of the reasons they set up that whole, like, you have to check in to go to the beach thing. Because it took my client seven hours to get to the beach. Seven hours. That is outrageous. And it's something like what? It's equivalent to like 20 miles away or 15 yeah, miles away from downtown. 15, 20 miles away. 15, it's really not far from the way they live downtown. Yeah. But it took them seven hours. And once they were in that traffic, they couldn't get out. So Might as well walk. That, they would have made it there yeah, sooner they they if they walked. Yeah. Seven freaking hours. Like and that's what happens hours. during <laughs> National Day holiday. Is, yeah. yeah, it would have been about four hours to walk yeah. there. It's so stupid. So everybody's on the trains. Everyone's going to all the tourist spots. All the tourist destinations get destroyed. Yes. You know, like they've got beautiful tourist destinations in China where you go to like see a beautiful mountain or you see a beautiful lake or something. Yeah. By the time the National Day holiday is over, it takes a year for that place to recover from the tourists, just the litter and the trampling of the plants and the destruction that comes along with just this mass of people going there. So it's kind of crazy. 
You can look it up online, see what the Great Wall looks like during this time. Yeah. It's just You know, it's funny is this is exactly when COVID would go crazy and spread, but there will be no cases. What? Well, China will say that there's no cases. No, 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 no. no. So, yeah, it's yeah. kind of crazy. Anyway, so that's what's happening right now. And in the lead up to this, of course, the, the big victory for China was the Meng Wenzhou thing. Those of you who've been yeah. following the whole Princess Meng, uh, my video that will probably be released tomorrow or Sunday at the latest is covering that. So, you know, I don't need, well, we don't need to go in depth too much with no. that. But the fact of the matter is it was a big victory we can talk uh, a little bit about just it. yeah we will talk a bit about it i'm just saying we don't need to go super yeah, in depth yeah, yeah. we got other things to cover sure. the fact of the matter is that was a big win for the nationalists because they saw it as a national victory and proof that china has become a powerful country and that is one of the big messages that's been put out in all media all newspapers all websites have been basically blasting this out there that this proves that china is a powerful country now that can change you know the way the, the rest of the world deals with China and China's power is why she was released and not charged. Okay. But we've seen a lot of other nationalist crap creep up kind of like what you see in the background here. Do you want to describe what this is? So here's some, I mean, this, this do not blame the children. No, this. no, this but blame the school. If you're in China, by the way, during any kind of big national holiday, nationalist kind of thing, all the, the kindergartens and all the middle schools and high schools, they put on these shows. Yes. You've been there. And it's usually some nationalist-themed thing where they go around and shoot Japanese or they you know dress up in the old communist stuff like this. But yeah, please explain what's going on. So here we have uh, some kids LARPing at the, at the direction of their teachers, probably. Uh, LARPing at, during the, uh, as the Cultural Revolution victims, or victims and uh, Red Guards, I should say. The oppressors. So basically yeah. the oppressors, yeah. So during the Cultural Revolution, Chairman Mao said, we must destroy intellectuals, we must destroy culture, we must destroy anything that is bourgeoisie, mm -hmm. and make sure that the new China can be born out of the, uh, the ashes of that, right? And yeah. a really mm -hmm. horrible symptom of the Cultural Revolution was taking landlords, uh, teachers, mm -hmm. anybody with an education, and putting placards around them, beating them in public. Shaming them shaming publicly. Shaming them. Yeah. They'd spit on them. They'd slap them. Some of them got murdered. Oh, yeah. They'd many be beat, of, many beaten to death. Them, they, yeah. It was called struggle sessions. Struggle sessions. Mm. Put duns caps on them. But the fam most famous thing was the placard. Yes. And they put a placard on their, on their neck. And they'd parade them around the town while the Red Guards, which were the youngsters uh, fighting for Mao, would beat up their teachers and spit on their teachers. This is what you're seeing here. Yeah. Um, this is them LARPing as the Red Guards. And this is a positive thing, by the yeah, way. This uh, is seen as a positive it thing. Is. And the poor little boy Look there. Look how he's dressed as well. See, he's dressed in like uh, fine silk clothing. Because they were trying to destroy Chinese culture. This is He's wearing Chinese clothes. Well, and it's also and this it's whole bourgeois. class yeah, struggle. Yeah. It's like, look, here is a rich person. He's our enemy. We are right. the, the people, the proletariat or whatever. Let's, you know, destroy landlords. And uh, the placard says, Da Dao Di Zhu. Which, which means, means yeah. beat, well punch the landlords Wait, da, da, beat yeah, down like beat, beat down beat down punch them away yeah yeah punch landlords and it says da dao, uh, jun fa. yeah jun fa. it's a warlord warlord so the warlords were anyone that was a like a counter-revolutionary yeah, counter-revolutionary japanese people the uh guomingdang not people it was the armies yeah yeah the armies army, yeah. the guomingdang the uh you know foreign the guomingdang were whatever the, the nationalist yeah. party so basically this was quite a common slogan to put around the people's neck it's just like basically destroy landlords and destroy uh warlords yes yeah now i wanted to say something here you know china keeps banning the chinese government keeps banning effeminate males yeah 
this kid's in big trouble because <laughs> the, the teachers on. dolled him up in lipstick. Tell you need That's to tell the audience how common this super is. Super common. They make the little boys look like little girls. They do. Like, and when I used to, but teach, they're so against it now. Yeah, what happened? When, when I used to teach kindergarten, they would often have these little shows that they put on, and very often they would put women's makeup on the little boys. Almost lipstick, always. eyeshadow. It's a necessity. You know, it was. They put more on the boys than the girls. I, it's true. Yeah, and it was kind of weird. Yeah, it's I mean, kind of like, weird. Think what you want about that. I just think it's weird that they're going ape shit about banning all that stuff. And I'm they, sure it won't, it won't. It won't. It, it's kind kids. of strange. Kids they're don't. Immune. They're immune to a lot of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not it's, immune to kidnapping. No, no, certainly not. Anyway, that's a that's a dark path we don't need to go down right now. Anyway, so Seen just some shit, guys. This this is not what I would say uh, conducive to a healthy society. What we're seeing here, okay? No. This no. is teaching your children that this kind of behavior is okay and making them dress up like that and using it as a tool of nationalism. See, they're all carrying the five-star f- star, yes. the Chinese uh, flag there, and they're all like dressed up as those stupid communist brain-dead red guard that went and killed their teachers and, and ratted out their parents and all these terrible things that the red guard did in this crazy fervor, all waving little Mao Zedong's red book and whatnot. This is not what you should be teaching your five-year-old kid. They all look like they're about five over there. You know, yeah, I, I, I think it's yeah, about five, yeah, I think five, it's a very poor state of affairs. I mean, the same age kids, they put them into into plays where they actually shooting people. And it's not funny yeah. shooting like no. Elmer Fudd. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's very like good. it's a war LARPing. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, imagine that's your childhood. It's not very good. Um, and We're it's, getting... it, the thing is, it's all about like attacking your own people, which is even worse. Right. We're getting some people uh, mm-hmm. saying that China just banned Final Fantasy. Oh, really? Which actually ties into something we're going to be covering. If that's the case, then I would believe it. Because yeah, let's move on a little bit here. Um, let's see what are, we've got. Something else we coming got all up. Kinds of good stuff yeah. today. Yeah, we are. Just it will really get like there. We'll get on there. This larping picture of this landlord. I think it's beaten. tragic. I really it hate is. it. Like, I hate it. I saw yeah. some people joking like, "Oh, look at all that. He's got so many ladies." Stop. That's not. Funny. No, they're beating they're him to freaking, death, and they're also children. Yeah, we got to talk about these power outages. In yeah, China. that's their next topic. Okay. So, so um, the, here's a little meme. It's like the glamorous national birthday, and you've got two communists blowing out a candle of a cake for the. You I know, believe this is a Taiwanese artist. It by must the way. be. So they blow out the, the candle, and then it all goes dark, and then they're like, "Oh no, we forgot the power's run out." <laughs> for those of you at home listening, that's, that's a shame for the people that have to deal yeah. with. It. Let's talk about this for a while. Uh, China has an energy shortage right now. Okay, and it's a bit complicated, but it basically boils down to the fact that they are they have a coal shortage, which just came out of nowhere. And they weren't forewarned about this. And this is the way China works. It's very chabador. You know, they yes. kind of push things away. If there's a problem, people are apt to not talk about it until it really kind of hits you in the face because they try their best to defer the, the situation for as long as possible because they don't want to get into trouble themselves. That's right? correct. So what happened is they've got a coal shortage. Now, they wouldn't have a coal shortage if they hadn't put this like boycott on Australian coal last October. And it's kind of an unofficial boycott where they were just like, nah, in order to punish... for face. Yeah, and it was in order to punish Australia for daring to question the origins of COVID and that kind of thing, right? So they love to punish Australia by banning their wine, putting high tariffs on their goods, completely outright banning their stuff, saying that COVID comes from their meat that's, you know... They love to blame Australia for all their shortcomings. 
Because it's an easy scapegoat. Well, I mean, I'll quote the uh, one of the was it a foreign minister mm-hmm. who said was it a foreign minister or was it a journalist in China that said Australia is the gum on the bottom of mm-hmm. China's shoe. Well, that was in state media. In state yes, media, so, it was. Yeah. And Zhao Lijian put the picture of the Australian soldier like slitting the throat of an Afghan child and all that. It's really China is a really terrible towards Australia. They treat Australia like shit. And Australia just takes it, bends over and says, please give me some more. Honestly, yeah. that's what it's been like for the longest time. Yeah. Until recently. Anyway, yeah, very, very recently it's <laughs> been it's different. A, it's a big progress recently. Well, I mean, it's because uh, the CCP has infiltrated all ranks of Australian government. Yeah. All of them. And influenced all the politicians with bribe money and with like gifts and all this crap. And they bought up all the real estate there. So... All the the land belongs to China anyway, you know, in one way or the other. So it's kind of crazy. Australia, I get it. You're in a terrible situation right now. It's not good. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, in order to punish Australia, they banned the import of Australian coal. Then, Made up some and excuse. Then Australia got nuclear subs. Yeah, well, exactly. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, that was a bad move on Beijing's part. Yeah. Because now they have a coal shortage. Yeah. Which would have been averted if they were having all this coal coming in from Australia. Yeah. There are all sorts of other demands that have suddenly crept up. And that's because, you know, post kind of the, we've got this COVID recovery thing going on where things are kind of getting back to normal mm-hmm. to the point yeah. of view where people are, at least in, in America and, and some other countries, people are kind of going about their normal lives again. They're buying things that they would normally buy again. Hey, it's Halloween. Let's buy Halloween decorations. Let's go get ready for Thanksgiving and Christmas. We're going to go buy stuff, right? You still get some crappy countries where everyone's still under lockdown because the governments are junk. Actually, I think Australia is kind of doing that, isn't it? Um, yeah. South Africa is still doing it. Lots of countries that I know are still, people are still kind of stuck at home. It's awful. And I feel for you guys, it's terrible. Yeah. And I hope that that situation changes soon. But what I'm saying is there's been this kind of recovery. And so people are buying again. <clears throat> so the demand for Chinese manufacturing has now suddenly shot through the roof again. Because it was in a big lull for a long time. So, you know, the factories are kind of downplayed for a while. They weren't being used as much. All of a sudden, we got to turn the lights on. We got to pump out more stuff. Big demand for electricity. Huge demand. And now China has this weird situation where they put a cap on the price of electricity. So the local, well, the Chinese government has mandated that the electrical companies may not charge more for electricity. But because there's so much demand now, the price of coal has gone up. So the big power generating, you know, like because the coal plants. 60% of China's energy comes from coal. Yeah. And it all comes from, most of it comes from overseas. Yeah. It's imported yeah. from India yeah. and from Australia, well, previously Australia, various other places, uh, Mongolia, places yeah. like that. So anyway, <clears throat> the price of coal's gone up, but they're not allowed to charge more for electricity. So rather than charge more uh, because they're not allowed to, they're actually just delivering less electricity. Right. And so now there's less electricity to go around. Right. So what's happening now is it's being rationed, basically. And just like in South Africa for the last couple of decades or whatever, they have what's called load shedding. So what will happen is more key areas will receive power, but then they'll shut down the power in outlying areas. Now, this has been going on in Shenzhen since I got there. Right. Because Shenzhen is an incredibly important city for China. And that's where you've got all these, like, all the electric commerce, and there's a lot of uh, factories and stuff out there. But most importantly, it's like the face of China next to Hong Kong. The skyscraper lights always have to be on. You cannot ever have that city go dark. So what happens is they take outlying cities like Dongguan or the outlying areas like Baoan or further out, 
and they cut the power there whenever there's a shortage in Shenzhen and send it to Shenzhen. And that's kind of what they're doing now, is they are cutting the power from... Can you show the map? Oh, yeah, let's get that map up there. Give me a second. Um, yeah, we actually have a power-cutting map. We'll get back to our other stuff in a minute. Um, do, 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 do. Where is this power-cutting map of yours? Uh, there we go. Okay, I'm going to bring it up in the background. Okay, these are where we're seeing power shortages and power outages in China, and that's a lot of China. Up to 44% of their indus industry right now is affected by this. Yeah. That's almost half. Yeah. Now, people on the ground that I've been talking to have told me that factories... You know, in, in the bigger cities, you're still not seeing any kind of outages, really, in the bigger mm, sort of first-tier cities. Yeah, yeah. Up north, it's a little different. Yeah. I'm talking about down south. But factories are not allowed to operate for days at a time because they've got caps on the amount of power they, they, they can use. The Chinese government's trying to blow some bullshit up everyone's ass to tell them that it's because they're trying to reach carbon neutral emissions or something. But it's not that at all. It's simply because they have a coal shortage and they cannot meet the demand of the power. Remember, China's the only country that's, rather than scaling back on coal power plants, they're building more. They've been building more and more and more, and their carbon emissions have been going up and up and up year over year. Uh, so it's got nothing to do with the environment, but they're trying to play that angle to save some face because now the power is going out in various places. So that's pretty much the be-all and the end-all of it. Some areas of China, the residential districts have been hit pretty hard, so people have no lights, and it's a bit of a worry because winter's coming. All right, okay. Game of Thrones. Yeah, and <laughs> winter in China is brutal up north. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And without like electricity for heating... We're going to see a big problem. So apparently, the government's kind of told everyone, don't worry. We're going to make sure that there's going to be enough electricity for heat and stuff. They told everyone this, but how they're going to pull it off properly, I don't know. So now for my two cents. Yes. Play the media in the background. This part pictures. or? I just got some pictures after that. Okay, yeah, cool. So um, I, your coal thing reminded me. I hate coal more than anything in the world. And I'll tell you why. Mm. Because the, when you talked about getting coal from Mongolia, oh, this here's some pictures mm. of the power outages in China right now. Yeah. Um, I used to ride, I used to live in Inner Mongolia. Yeah. So the truck routes to go into China, like Beijing and all the outlying areas, it would start in Outer Mongolia and they'd go on these roads and they would make actual, like, yep. it's like a freaking roller coaster when you yeah. run your motorcycle on yeah. these roads because you're locked in. Mm. To these ridges because they don't repave them they just yeah. they're so the trucks are so overloaded for the infrastructure of the road network that it's like a train they're like yeah. driving on rails i know but what it's you mean terrifying when you're on a motorcycle and that's the roads i deliver on yeah. anyway uh just some footage of some power plants and stuff in china but um so what how is china going to spin this well huge massive loss of face for the chinese government because here we're in a situation again where yes we can be an authoritarian government where we take your rights away you have to listen to us. We have mass surveillance all over the place. As long as we give you power, education, and the ability to earn money, right? Yeah. Take those things away, all of a sudden people question things, right? Yeah. So how do they spin this? Well, now what the Chinese government is doing or insinuating is that we've deliberately turned off the power so we can make... Uh, we can hit those demands for carbon emission reduction. Mm. Now, if you guys didn't know, China is the greatest emitter of carbon emissions. By far, the, almost compared to all the major countries combined, combined yeah. they make more carbon emissions, right? They, they actually increase their carbon emissions instead mm -hmm. of decreasing them. 
Um, the U.S. is decreasing carbon emissions. US, uh, China's Most in- countries are decreasing. Yes, mm. China is increasing their carbon emissions. I don't know how people tend to look at China as some sort of example for green technology and how we need to work together on climate change when they aren't working at all. No. So what China is doing is spinning this and saying, look at we're going to take a huge drastic hit to carbon emissions so they can get those statistics and then show the rest of the world that they're leading by example. When in fact it's just load shedding and they can't actually keep the lights on, no, right? No, yeah. It's not intentional, but it does have a, a symptom. And now I, I mark my words, I've rarely been wrong. We've rarely been wrong in this show. Mm-hmm. You will see politicians that will start using China as an example for green technology and carbon emission reduction because they will take the data from this power outage. Yes. Mark my words. And do not... Let any politician in your country use this as an example yeah. because it's propaganda and it is not long, it's not a long-term solution. It's China totally is increasing not. carbon outputs. Yes. Increasing. That doesn't mean any other country should increase. Yes. It means don't use and partner with China because it's some sort of grand narrative that climate change is a global problem. It is a global problem. Yes. And everyone else is playing their part except for China. They're irresponsible about it. That's yeah. the thing. Don't don't buy into it. We'll do a whole episode on that. You know the green technology lie. We actually do have an episode on ADV China. We do, we do. It needs an update. It we'll does. get back we'll do to another it. One. Anyway, um, let's let's backpedal a little bit back to the whole Final Fantasy thing and back to the whole sure. feminine men thing because so, we got we got something to show you. That this is kind of a trend that I've been seeing in China for a while now. Yeah, where you you get guys they'll put on a little bit of makeup. And they use like a face filter because these beauty filters are insane in Mm. China. You've never seen anything like it. You can take your phone, put it in front of your face. It will turn you into the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I mean, you can actually see an example in the background here. Okay. This is a famous Weibo. This is not random. This is a famous Weibo guy. This is a famous guy. So, (laughs) Just play it. Yeah. So, yeah. So he turns himself into... Oh, shit, sorry. You ruined it. I ruined it. Okay. God damn. Sorry, sorry. Okay, I'll play. Jeez. I'll play. No, it's ruined. No, 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 no I'll just play. I'm going to play it's, through. It's I'll put us here. Okay, it's, 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 it's not funny it's fine. I, I was trying to, like, get it at the right speed. Yeah, I'm sorry. I missed it's that. Right. Anyway. Put all this work in. As you can see, so this guy uses these. It's filters. a trap. <laughs> and it's a trap. Anyway, he uses these filters, and he looks like a really pretty pa- girl. pause it on him so we can actually have reference while I read this. Okay. Okay. So um, there we go. <laughs> so okay. So this Weibo creator just got um, what's it called? Suspended. Got banned. Oh, banned. Or suspended. You're right. Mm-hmm. Suspended. And the reason was is that in this ban of sissy boys, as they call them, <laughs> yes. it still cringes me out. I can't deal with the sissy. It's hey, not 1950s. Sissy pants. Sissy pants boys or whatever the hell this sissy is. Pants. Sissy yeah. pants. Sissy pants. Stop. You got I ants in your them. pants. It's such a <laughs> 1950s phrase. Yeah, it's you pretty old. Sissy, let me sh- give me your lunch money, you sissy. Yeah, it's yeah. like go down to the soda jerk and ask him for a soda. And then the, the kid's like, <laughs> I ain't no gay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> ain't anyway, no sissy pants. Is I, ain't what no, I ain't no sissy pants. Yeah. I like baseball cards. And meanwhile, he's got like Barbies or something at home. <laughs> and they find out. <laughs> this a, is like a plot to a 1950s like book. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, this bro. <laughs> like say that in the loose loose sense of the word you know <laughs> this i mean his sister this no this is just like dude and yeah. he likes to trick people yeah this, this is a long time thing 
you know, like the whole trans thing and all that stuff in the West, mm. that obviously exists elsewhere, especially mm-hmm. in China, but I mean, also in China, I shouldn't say especially, also in China, <laughs> but the difference yeah. is, is that this whole trap thing, the trapping the, the people thing, that's been a long time tradition, like you said, it's not a cross-dressing thing necessarily, it's not a LGBT thing yeah. necessarily, on Chinese internet, it's always been a trick. Yeah. It's always like some guy and he's like, turns out to be some like nerdy dude. You know, it's yeah. always been a trick. It's yeah, like an yeah, actual like, trap. People are like, oh, wow, that's such yeah. a sexy oh, girl wow. or something. That's like, whoa. Yeah. And it's oh, like you got dude. me. You got you me. Got it's me. always been yeah. a thing. Yeah. It's always been a thing. It's less, it's less to like get people like revved up and like sure. sexually attracted. It's more like, gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. And I'm actually a guy. This is what happens a lot on Chinese media, especially on Douyin and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this bro got suspended. And there was a new memo that updated... Uh, the guidelines for the sissy pants thing, specifically for video games. Okay. So let me read this to you. The memo says that the ti- any titles of video games, titles that feature queer romance or effeminate males are likely not to be approved for licensing. So there goes half of like Japanese games. Yeah, because there's a lot males. of... The, uh, and also the wording they're using is no more androgynous characters. Well, I'll, I'll keep... Yeah, I'll keep reading. Yeah. If regulators can't tell the character's gender immediately... The setting of the characters could be considered problematic and red flags will be raised. Social justice people and people that are very much at the forefront of gay and trans rights and all this kind of stuff. Do more, not support more China. T- more power to you, but what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Some of you, when you look at China as some socialist example, because they hate this shit, dude. They do. The, the government absolutely L- hates it. Let me read this to you again. If regulators can't tell the character's gender immediately... The setting of the characters could be considered problematic and red flags will be raised. Yes. I mean, we're talking about... There ain't go- no gender fluid in That's China. what I was going to say. The West <laughs> yeah. is getting super progressive and going down this thing um, of, of, you know, non-binary and like you have different pronouns. And 78 all this kind of stuff. genders or something. So that's in, yeah, and more power to you. You're in a free mm. country. You do what you want and you, I support whatever you believe in. Now, the problem is, is that China's often used as a golden poster boy. For some reason. For social programs and, in, 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 uh, what's it called? A progression. Yes. I don't understand. They're Me literally neither. regressionist. Yes. So, yeah, like, if you cannot immediately tell that it's a boy yes. or a girl or a male <laughs> or a female, then it's a red flag and we're right. probably going to ban your game. Please, do, you don't need to, like, worship the West or democracies or anything, but you... As a person that might be uh, apt to support uh, like gender fluid rights and things like this, you're in a country that allows you to do that. How about you someone who just yourself. how about someone who just supports freedom of expression? Freedom of expression. Let's say there we that. go. Because if you support maybe freedom you, of maybe expression. you don't like that kind of thing, but maybe you're just like, hey, you know what? Let people get on with their stuff, so I get on with my stuff. I support freedom freedom of expression in China. There's no support for freedom of expression. I absolutely support freedom of expression. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm. It doesn't matter if you agree or disagree with something. Freedom of expression is key, yes. and that is something China. But I'm trying to. What I'm trying to do right now is combat all the people that are about to say, "Yo, China based." <laughs> They're not based. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> the Chinese government's base. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let me finish reading this. Sure. With these new implementations, um, they note that. Violent titles, which allow players to be good or bad, wouldn't be seen favorably. Okay, so if you if you can choose to be good or bad, that's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Some games have blurred moral boundaries. Players can choose to be either good or evil, but we don't think that games that give players this choice um, are appropriate, and this yeah. must be altered. So this is covering pretty much 
every you understand what this is this is yeah. not a new law this is a blanket ban on video games from the west yeah or from other countries pretty much uh and this also i think i believe also covers cartoons mm, it must do uh, yeah i mean come on when the government is controlling your games and your media to the point where they don't allow anything yes the, other than their their exact message to come through you know you're not living in a free society mm. Because if you're a creative type and you want to make a game, and you make a game about being, I don't know, a, a, a furry a fairy or something like that, and you put it out there. <laughs> a furry thing. Yeah, what, whatever. Well, you know what I mean? a furry is like those... Anthropo- those like, peop- uh, those nice pe- people. People that, that have a yeah. fursona and they wear a fursuit. But they wouldn't be a fairy. They would be a... No, but what if it's a furry with wings like Tinkerbell? It's a fairy oh. furry. It's like a chimera furry. <laughs> it's a furry fairy. <laughs> they went to the furry like lab. Maybe they got no. They just got <laughs> some some fairy dust sprinkled on them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. When they went for a what do they call for a yiff somewhere? <laughs> okay. And they got some of that 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 dust on them. We shouldn't know this stuff. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, okay, Lisa wasn't clapping. Okay. Yes. So. Yes. There they go. This furry fairy comic or or game that you make, you can release it. And maybe it won't be popular because most people will think it's pretty weird, but you'll like get pe- people that actually, you know, are into that kind of thing. They can follow it. Okay. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can go do your anthracons and all your stuff. Now, the difference is, is they, they have anthracons every year. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's anyway, like, we have some furry fans. I guarantee it. I'm sure there's a lot of dragoning going on there too. I mean, in the parking lot. I just don't know oh why. My God. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, <laughs> Hide your cars. <laughs> yeah, don't take your cars. Out. Hide your cars. Yeah, hide your cars. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, in China, if you were to be creative and you want to create some kind of little comic or some kind of online thing like that, it's not allowed. No. It's banned. Yes. You're not allowed to consume it. You're not allowed to make it. It's not whether you like that thing or not. I'm still seeing yeah. in the chat people like, oh, well, I don't like the CCP, but that's awesome that they ban this stuff. I, the thing is... You cannot take that attitude because no. as much as you might be wringing your hands saying like, that's great because I can't, I hate furry fairies yeah. and I don't want furry fairy stuff around me or anywhere in, in the society. You have to understand that they apply that to everything. It's so not just this. They're going to apply it to your outdoor barbecue next time. Yes. You're not allowed to have an outdoor barbecue. Oh, and they do. What? They do that yeah. kind of stuff. You, you're actually not allowed to have an outdoor no, barbecue. No, no. They're going to do it next time to the fact that, I mean, think about the fact that people are not allowed to own motorcycles. guns. Motorcycles. People are not allowed to own motorcycles in the cities. People are not allowed to camp. Okay. Yeah. There, there are so many things that you just cannot do in China. Right. All your freedoms get taken away. Or they're so, very much corralled into one yes, state run thing. Exactly. Oh, if you can camp, you can only camp in yeah. this one kind yeah. of place and you're not allowed to swim in the sea at night. And you know, Correct. and that's the truth. Yes. You can't. Yes. When you go to any beach in China and you try to swim in the sea, if it's like past 6 p.m. or something, you'll get called out. Dude, if you try to swim in a lake in China, people scream at you. Yeah, that's just, you, you have to understand. It's so for people who kind of look at that one aspect and say, oh, it's good if they're going to put, get rid of this moral decay or something, you have to understand that they put an end to everything, everything that you hold dear to. So that's creativity that's the balance. and freedom of speech and freedom of expression covers everything. And when you take one of those things away, it's a slippery slope. That's mm. my point. It starts to become blanket bans of literally everything that the CCP doesn't want. And it usually mm-hmm. is just about government control. It's not because China goes, oh, I hate gay people. Yeah. Or, oh, I hate furries or whatever the hell they want to ban. It's because they think it goes against the grain. And against the grain means against the CCP. And against the CCP um, means against the And they think it rule. makes them look weak. Yes. And it makes them uh, worry about their right. fighting force. Because they right. 
constantly like to treat the people as this resource that can be used against other countries, especially in a conflict. And they don't want the rest of the world to see China as being weak. Correct. And I guess if you saw this man over here behind you, this boy, this young man, yeah. you probably wouldn't be worried about fighting against him on a battlefield. Sure. Okay. That's what China, China says. Foreigners are going to see this guy and they're like, haha, China is weak. Meanwhile, yeah. it's like, it's the same logic. It's all yeah. about face. Remember, China banned motorcycles. And I, I kid you not, because yeah. they thought it made China look poor. Yes. So when foreigners go to China and they go, wow, that's a lot of motorcycles. China must be poor. Yeah. That's the logic. It's broken. It is it broken. It doesn't make sense. Do you think a foreigner gets off the, the boat or gets off the plane in Beijing and goes, damn, that's a lot of motorcycles. I thought China was rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what it is. Yeah. There's a whole lot of weird things that go on. Anyway, so that probably will... It's why uh, top-down leadership doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That There are certain things that obviously shouldn't be allowed, like indecent exposure and so on. <laughs> you know what in in public yes there should of be course. there should definitely be laws and rules against certain kinds of behavior and yes. wh- and certain types of expression but at the same time somebody playing a video game should be able to choose whether i mean it's a fantasy whether they're going to be an evil or a good character they should be able to choose a character that's androgynous that, i should be that, able to play a girl yeah if you want to play a a, a guy that looks like a girl or a girl who looks like a tomboy why is that an issue why does it, it have to be stopped? Matter, and I'll tell you why. It is just veiled attempt to get rid of all media from the outside world. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. They want homegrown media to be the only thing that people can choose from. Good. It's very easy for them to point at a Japanese anime yep. or a Japanese game, a Final Fantasy or yep. something, and say that man looks like a girl. Screw that. It's banned. That's what we're seeing. Yeah, and it's an easy way for them to force it out. You know what I mean? China, I got to tell you, CCP, you're not going to get rid of gay people in your country by banning this stuff. No, there's a lot of gay people in China. Yeah, no shit in every country. But there are people in China and a lot of people in China that don't think gay people exist in China. Yeah, they don't. And that's the that's the issue is, you know, um, I don't know if I've told this before and I say this a lot, but um, one of my girlfriends in China in the beginning, she had a very good gay friend, like her best friend type thing. Right. So Mm. we hung out a lot. And he had a kind of a butch boyfriend. Yeah. And the butch boyfriend had to pretend to have a girlfriend yeah. to his family, same, same even though he was rich. He, too, yeah. he, he owned like a clothing company. Or something. Yeah. He was a rich dude. He had to pretend to his parents that he was like engaged to be married and all this. And he would pay this girl money to pretend to yep. be his girlfriend just so that he could be a gay. One of my side. gay friends used to, if we had like a big gathering where there's parents, yeah. he would always have to bring his friend that was a girl and then they're like oh they've been dating for so long and then he's like rolling his eyes i know it it sucks and another it's actually kind of an interesting story because I'm, i don't want to reveal who this is because it's someone sure. that i know quite well but there's um this girl that i know who is still single and she's way past the expiry date in china because yeah. you know they have this thing where they say you're a leftover woman if you're yes. still single by the by sort of 28 or 30 right. right so she's way past that now and her family will not stop bothering her about this because it's like the worst it's the biggest sin in china to not have a family not be married and have kids by the time you're like 28 yeah it's like the end of the world so she's got this great agreement she has a gay friend okay this chubby gay friend not a very good looking guy but it doesn't matter because she's not a very good looking girl no anyway no the fact of the matter is she's got this gay friend and um they have this kind of pact. So whenever there's a family meeting on either side, they go to each other's family meetings and pretend to be dating. 
So she's single. She's not interested in, in a relationship. She's chosen her path in life, okay? So he stands in as her boyfriend and she stands in as her, as his girlfriend. And yeah. they constantly being pestered. Like, when are you going to get married and stuff? They're like, oh, you know, we want to get the money together. You know, like, so they always have yeah. excuses. But it works out really well for them. Yeah. You know? It does. And I, I actually ran into, this is the most crazy thing. Mm. A lot of guys that you'll find out later after getting to know them that they're gay, but they're married with mm. kids. Mm. And it's devastating because it rips the family apart because mm. they have to go live a secret life. Yeah. Right? And then usually their wife finds out and it causes some massive thing, but the, you know they, then they agree that yeah to go do whatever you want. But then you know it's really bad. That, like, the wife gets jealous because he dresses yeah. better than her. Yeah, exactly. You know? Better taste. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, we're getting off topic. Yeah. Um, it goes back to this: these blanket bans are going to kick China's ass in the end. Because, and again, I'm never a doomsday guy. I never think that the CCP is going to collapse. We both, sure. we, we sure. actually don't think the CCP is going to collapse. Sure, their their effect on the outside world can be mitigated if you're educated about them. That's why yeah. we do what we do. But I think these little things, these blanket bans they keep trying, are really gonna not rile up protests and things like this, but they're gonna make people start. It's gonna be the seeds of dissatisfaction. But you know what it's gonna do is it's just gonna suck the soul That's the problem. out of China. Yeah. What what little soul there is left after the Cultural Revolution and all that. People there are like everyone else, okay? They want to live a fulfilling life. They, they want to be themselves. The, the kids love reading comics yeah. and watching cartoons and playing video games. Pretending to be things, you know, in the little time that they're given anyway because they yeah. have to study all the time. But, you know, you... You, they're just normal human beings and they're standing up against this immovable rock of a government that is just bearing down on them all the time and forcing things on them and they have to accept it. You cannot not accept what the government does. Correct. So guess what? Now you can't read fun, interesting cartoons anymore. Now no. all your stuff that you read and you watch is all bullshit nationalist stuff where they've got, you know, little bunny rabbits with communist outfits on killing and it's some some people. nationalist bullshit about a, waving a red flag and being proud of it, you know? It's it's awful. So you're basically going to suck the soul and the joy out of society and it's going to be hollow and garbage again. I I want to I want to end with this. Yeah. Don't you think it's a little ironic the statement about like if you can choose to be good or evil? Yeah. They're going to ban games that you can choose to be good or evil. They, they, yet. they don't want people to choose to be good. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it's they allow or they force kids to hang placards on each other and beat the landlord and talk about murdering all of the Japanese soldiers. Yes. And they they dramatize that in cartoons where they show the good communists killing all of the Japanese people. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. Oh, and also setting your uh, grandpa's house on fire. <laughs> yes. Yes. Tying him up and setting, getting him drunk. Yeah. Tying him up and setting him on fire. Because he's a landlord. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because you, he's or a traitor or he's whatever. He's a traitor or whatever the hell. Anyway. Uh, we've got a little clip behind us here of the, uh, which was from this morning, actually. Very yeah. early morning. Uh, kind of yesterday for us, to be honest. But this is the flag raising ceremony for the National Day in China. And... I don't see any black swans, unfortunately. No, not they this cleared time. Cleared them all out. Not this time. They actually got it. They I love how they color grade it to make it look like there's blue in the sky, but it's yeah. actually just clouds. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. They have a really hard time in Beijing getting good weather when it's not polluted. They shut factories down and do yeah. all that usually before these events for yeah. like a week or two or even a month to try and force a blue sky day. Right, correct. Yeah. And it normally doesn't work out, unfortunately. I don't know why we're giving any press to this flag-raising ceremony. I want to say I disrespect this day because it commemorates the... Not China. Yes. And this is a bastardization of, of the day. Mm. I hate October 1st because it's a bad holiday. 
and people say, oh, well, you're against China. No, mm -mm. this is the CCP's holiday, not yeah. China's holiday. That's this correct. is National Day not for China. This is National Day for the Gongchandang, yes. which is the Communist Party. Yeah, so that's why it's not very good. Mm. Right. Um, not very good at all. Anyway, so I guess we'll get that out of there. We just wanted to let you guys know that that's what's happening today or kind of yesterday in China. Yeah, today and in uh, mm -hmm. the other time. So, well, let's, move, let's do some. Uh, yeah, we'll do a couple of super chats and then we're going to hit the, um, the world news. Yeah. NZ and Family says, Matthew, Corner. Sorry. Yeah. Your mic, I think your mic has too much gain, bro. Off to get a sandwich. My microphone gain, my echo made you. Go get a sandwich. That's and good. So I contributed to your weight gain. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for letting us know. Mm -hmm. Tacit turn. Do you see Hudson's inter Institute interview with Wuar Kaishi? He fought against the CCP for human rights abuses for most of his life, beginning in Tiananmen. Yes, actually, patrons sent us that. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Dennis Reynolds. I uh, just started watching you guys. Introduced my husband to your videos. He's a biker. And now we're stoked to watch nice. Conquering Northern and Southern China. And you are going to love it. It's fantastic. Anyone who hasn't seen that who watches us, it's literally our magnum opus. You yes. got to go check it yes. out. You want to see us really exploring China? all of China, well, all of northern and southern. Yeah, China. and you can you can see what we we were doing that kind of thing for years, and then yeah. we finally decided to actually make a documentary. Yeah. So you can see the kind of things that we we saw. It's yeah. awesome. And we did rural stuff, rural stuff, not like freaking Shanghai walking around. Yes, whatever. if you want to see the big fancy cities, I made a, a, a documentary yes, about that too. China, yeah. yeah. Case closed, 93. Winston, do you see similarities between Afrikaner nationalism and Chinese nationalism? I, nationalism? I've been reading a lot about South Africa lately. It's fascinating. Uh, in a way, there's a little mm -hmm. bit of that. You know, There's a little bit of that, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, uh, I, I like know. I like Afrikaners. There's nothing wrong with Afrikaners. They are very nationalist. Some of them, not all of them, of course. They built a monument to their language. Did you know that? Really? It's oh, called, you, you it's called the, up, tall, yeah. the Tall Monument. Yeah, you, you brought that up. Very proud of their language. It's just a bastardized Dutch. Don't, about don't be proud of it. It's it's a cool language, but it's just Dutch that's been cut down a bit and weirded up. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry to all my uh, Afrikaans, well, Afrikaans brewers and booties out there, you know. Uh, sorry, skis. <laughs> Let's uh, move on, shall we? Norman Fair, here's some money so you can get some Amish cheese. Cool. Mm, We're actually nice. quite close to Amish country, so we might do that. Oh, yeah. Kavaliotis uh, Ainios. That's Greek, I believe. Thank you very mm -hmm. much. Bibi Sun John. Uh, when Vincent. Why do people call you. Can we address this? Yeah, I'm not Vincent. Why do people. Does Winston sound like Vincent? It's, yeah, maybe to some people. I don't know yeah. why though. I'm not criticizing. A, it's just a bit weird. You know, it's maybe they think it's Vincent Tur Churchill. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what you'd have to think. Yeah, it's it's Winston, W-I-N-S-T-O-N. But don't, no problem. I don't no, take fine. I don't take any offense. I don't take any offense. No, it's just, I just think it's yeah. interesting. Mm. Uh, when Vince, Vince, oh, people call me Mike. They call you Mike? Yeah, yeah, that's the other common thing is C-Mike and Mike. Oh, yeah, maybe they're talking about the mic. No, 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 okay. not today. Okay, not today. Uh, when Vince, when Winston <laughs> is speaking close to the mic, there's no echo. Maybe it's because Vin's mic is not playing. <laughs> okay, Vin. It's like Vin Diesel yeah. directly himself. Wings 83 see Michael Winston. You guys have said that China is the worst, most dangerous place to learn how to ride a motorcycle. How is Taiwan in that regard? Also dangerous, Very but dangerous. about 25% as dangerous as China. Yes, it's... Yeah. The difference is, like, um, if you happen to be involved in an accident in Taiwan, people will help. <laughs> They'll stop and help, you right. know. And because it's a very motorcycle-orientated culture, it's not just the low-class people driving motorcycles. Everyone drives motorcycles. Yes. You know, scooters anyway. Yeah. And so there Same isn't thing. that class gap. So, you know, in China, when a motorcycle gets hit, people in cars are like, meh, just rebel, you know. They're not apt to help. 
But in Taiwan, someone gets hit in a motorcycle, people will jump in to help. Yeah. It's a much better society. Much safer, still dangerous. Yeah. Much safer than China. Much, much safer. Yeah. Uh, Adam Reese says, Alex Jones, thumbs up or thumbs down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Answer, give us, uh, have some tasty, good, tasty Swiss wine with a 4444. Don't appreciate the number, appreciate the donation. What is Swiss, Swiss wine like? What is Swiss wine like? I like Swiss cheese. Yeah, but like... And we, we figured it out that it's got a little tang to it. It's not insipid. <laughs> Who said insipid? You did. You said it's bland. And we looked up bland. Bland means insipid. I still stay, stay to this day that I it's not that flavorful. It's not bland, though. I got a bunch of wicked nice cheese, by the way. Oh, you did? We should do another cheese taste. Okay, test. yeah. I think so. We got to have like a, a battle about it. You have to have a disagreement for it to happen. Sure. Uh, boycott China says band name the finger each other's. What? Probably he means the shamata. Don't be oh, mean that's... to them. We like those guys. Yeah. We're not making fun of them. No. Wings are eighty three. It's BTS from Wish. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Black Yellow Six says the Ermagerd. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that cringes okay. me out. Actually. Yeah. 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 Can't deal with that. Shall we? Shall that. we uh, continue? Or... Uh, Luna Corvus is a couple quick. more. Thank Ida you. stayed up till midnight. Thank you very much. Love from Lithuania. Yes. Oh, Lithuania is awesome. We love Lithuania. We forgot to put that in picture. Yeah, the picture of the Lithuanian cop. Not not to say that's indicative of all the police. Lithuania, but yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Hantas Farmer says, just some support for the cause. Thank you very much. And Andrew Bomer, do you have anything to say about Meng Wanzhou of Huawei being released from Canadian custody? We mentioned yes. it a bit. Yes, and Let's I've got a whole video about that coming tomorrow, right? yeah, this weekend. This, this weekend, weekend. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on. All right, guys. Um, we, got a, we got something interesting for you here. Okay, it's a little bit of a mishmash. But we're going to do it anyway. First of all, we've got uh, Goldman Sachs. <laughs> Is that like a trophy of like a scrotum? <laughs> no. Anyway, like a golden man sack. I, I don't know. But, you know, you've also got Standard & Poor's and all these. If you were going to be a financial analyst, why would you name yourself Poor? <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know. That's their surname. But these are kind of financial analysts. And when they talk about forecasts for uh, financial GDP numbers or anything like that, most people listen because yes. that's their job. Right. Okay, and they're well known for it. Right. And they obsess over this stuff. It's what they do. They sit there with a little calculator and a pencil and one of those those green hat you know those what? can someone you know those? They roll their sleeves Subreddit. up. Subreddit. Yeah. Anybody out there that can explain this to us. Yeah. Why? Because we tried to look this up on Google. Yeah. Why when people are doing like tax season or something, they put on a green visor. That, yeah, that cap. Roll up their sleeve. And put like a little... In an little, armband. Yeah, an armband to keep the sleeve up. They put that cap on. But why? I, I don't know. I'd like to know too. Anyway, that's what they do. Now, because of the uh, power cuts right now in China, the power shortage, and the fact that 44% of industry is basically cut right now. Right. Goldman Sachs is not our sponsor. That's kind of... <laughs> no. 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 No, no, no. Um... They've actually uh, predicted that the third quarter, yeah, um, right now GDP or the third growth. quarter growth, sorry, not GDP, third quarter growth is going to be zero in China, which is pretty big. That's like devastating. Yeah, that's economic collapse and devastation. It's Correct. not actually. No, it's not. But uh, the the fact is, growth is going to be zero for the third quarter. It's going to pick up again later. But the fact of the matter is, that's pretty damning, because. China always has these very high targets and it's always blustering about how they're making these huge goals all the time. And a lot of it's just fluff. Right. So for a big company like this to actually come out and look at the numbers and predict that it's going to be zero is big. You know? What? People are saying they use the green visor to reduce glare. From what? From what, money? Does, do paper pa notes pa have pa glare? 
I, I don't understand because you're looking down. It's the... not on your eyes. Maybe they've got like fluorescent lighting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they do it outside in the midday sun. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Okay, Green Visor was back in the day to help lumin against luminous bulbs while still working. That's fine. Why still wear it then? I think it's like a tradition. It's, it's have you seen like sock garters or whatever? Like people have socks and then they've got like straps to hold their yeah, socks. Yeah, why? On. I don't understand that. You stuff. don't. They're elastic. Do yeah. people know that, right? Yeah. I get back in the day that we're not elastic. And you get suspenders to hold your pants up. There's belts. Yes. Anyway, it's All of weird. these things are useless. It's weird. It's weird and useless. Yeah. Anyway, we thought we'd bring that in. But now, yeah. speaking of finance, even though it's got nothing to do with finance, we had a little fun thing that we came across. Okay. Oh, yeah. Crack Shack well, Mansion. We have to actually set this up. Now, okay, this is, by the way, this website, you got to understand, this is from like 11 years 2010. ago. 2010. 2010. Yeah, 11 so years ago. So it's very old. It's outdated, but it's funny, and it's way worse now. I actually think it's good that it's that old because it shows you how insane prices were even then. Imagine now. Recently, there's been some um, <laughs> studies that have come out to show that a very, very large percentage of foreign buyers of land in Canada, this is Canada, by the way, who buy multi-million dollar houses. So they, like, let's say they bought a $2.8 million, $3 million house. They claim that they are um, earning nothing. Okay, they claim that they are refugee status and that they are earning. This is very common. <laughs> yes. um, there's a whole thing. I can't wait for us. We're going to show all the actual because it's fascinating to look at. These are corrupt Chinese officials yes. that are getting money out of the country. That's so, what CCP members do. They're not nationalists. They yes. get their money out of the country. So what they do is they buy a home, yep. okay, and they send their kids and everything to study over there. But they buy a home for $2.8 million and then claim poverty and then take social benefits from the, from the Canadian government. It's ridiculous. It's stupid, but it's been going on for a very long time. This, of course, has driven up the property prices in places like Vancouver, all over the world. So much so that what we're about to show you, which happened 11 years ago. Yeah, it was already this bad. It was already this bad. So, so we have to guess whether it's either a crack shack or a mansion. Mansion implying that it's an investment property. Crack shack, it's an actual crack like house an actual that was crack busted house. by the cops. Okay, so what would you say this is? Crack shack or well, a mansion? How about we come to a consensus on each one? Okay, okay. so because so uh, we'll the fact of the matter do. is, like, uh, a mansion is like over a million dollars or whatever, right? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so crack shack or mansion, but I thought this was like houses were actually busted for drugs. No, no. That, yes, look, yeah. a crack shack is like just a a, a certified crack shack. Yeah. In other words, like a crack house. You, what do you think about if you go to down like downtown Detroit or something right, in those right, areas right. that have been okay. abandoned, cool. right? So this is Vancouver. I guess that would. I'm going to say a mansion just because it's not like decrepit. What about okay. you? You're correct. Yeah. The value of that property is $1.18 million. Canadian dollars. Okay. Let's see. What about oh, this one? alternate. You okay. Um, I mean, that looks like kind of a mansion to me. It's huge. I mean, it's it's not a nice, super nice house. It's okay. <laughs> it's a it was a crack shack. Okay. But you know what they it's like do? like a bus for meth yeah. or something. I feel like what they do is they take... These pictures are probably not from within Vancouver, probably like all over the States and stuff, you know, oh, different places. Oh, okay. So that anyway. was a drug house. Yeah, this is a crack shack. Okay, what about this one? Crack shack or a mansion? That's definitely There's a, a freaking shack. tree That's growing out the window. That's why it's got to be a crack shack. Okay. Wrong. <laughs> what? $1.78 million Vancouver mansion. Bit of paint and you can flip this for $2 wow. million next month. Wow. Yeah. You see, wow. something you have to understand is that the reason why you, you see these ridiculous houses at such high prices is that the, um, the, the Chinese buyers 
specifically target areas around certain schools. It's very important because yeah, what the they do, district. the school district is super important. So they send what's called parachute kids over. Okay, so they just get dropped off. In other words, the parents don't come with them. So they send the, 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 their parachute kids to study in specific schools or universities. So they need to buy housing around that university. Yeah. And so that's why these things go up. And you'll get these ridiculous prices. By the way, this is only Canadian dollars, so it's yeah. like six bucks. <laughs> okay, all right. Now, this, oh, come on. What do you think? That's a crack. Definitely. Yeah, yes, yeah, that is. That's, a, that's, that's, I mean, there are cooking meth in that Yeah, yeah, lab. exactly. It's a yeah. lab. Well, this looks pretty big. That's probably like a 1,500 square foot house. That, okay, in my hometown, yeah. that house would be like 60, 70 grand. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is a mansion. 1.9 million. Wow. And that's 11 years ago. Okay. All right. What do we got next? That looks terrible to me. That actually makes me depressed. There is definitely drugs going on there. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Crack shack? nope it's a one million dollar <laughs> vancouver mansion Son, go to law school and you could own this in 30, <laughs> 30 years <laughs> holy shit and this so this was 11 years ago i imagine yeah. it's probably three four million now yeah yeah wow. if you go look it's absolutely out of out of this world now that's a crack shack if ever i saw that yeah, they're look, cooking drugs yeah in there. they're cooking things on the roof yeah yeah okay okay crack shack what about this one that looks terrible to me wow that's i mean that again in my hometown mm -hmm. upstate upstate new york 70 grand okay i i'm i'm gonna say it's a mansion okay and yes 1.5 million dollars for that oh <laughs> wow do you, do you understand what you could buy for 1.5 million dollars if you went to like oklahoma or something any you could anywhere you could buy like a town <laughs> yeah you know what i mean dude even like even some decently developed areas yeah. you could be fine dude $1.5 million could get you a beachfront property somewhere in LA. Yeah, actually could. It would be yeah. small. But yeah, but yeah. you could get a, like a condo or something. That's or actually, if, when you say it like that, there mm. are properties not too far from where we used to live yeah. that would cost this much on the beach. On the beach. Okay, that's... Wait, what? I don't know. That's, what is that? That's the end of the world. Is okay, what Crack is. Shack. That's definitely Yes, okay. It said Vancouver has no historic building. <laughs> Uh, that's probably a mansion. Yes, 1.14 million, that tiny little house. Wow. That's got to be a crack shack. It's got to be a crack shack. Yeah. Yeah, yes, okay. okay. We'll just do a couple more of no, these. No, we got to get the Are we going to get the whole thing? Okay, what about this? That's, I mean, just to go against the grain, let's say it's a mansion. Yes, $1 million for that one. The word... The word vintage sells guitars. Why not? <laughs> this is vintage, yeah. vintage house. That look, I want to cry at this That house. looks terrible. That's got to be a crack yeah, shack. No, it's what? a $1.3 million mansion. Oh, my God. The essence of what's attracting the Asian market. What they Why need is to say it is not that? the Asian market. They need to say the CCP corrupt yes. getting money. All these officials do this, guys. Yeah, they do. They're not investing back into China. They're getting their money out. Oh, absolutely. That's a disgusting oh house. Oh, my God. $1.3 million? Okay, what about this deserted-looking thing? That's got to be a crack shack, yeah. right? No, it's a $1.76 million. Uh, you know what? This is actually a, a thing. Um, a lot of people complain about this. The reason why this runs down like this is a lot of those CCP officials, they buy it to speculate. They don't yes. live there, right? No, no, no. That's the issue. So they buy it and they leave it empty. Right. So it runs down. Right. And you can see that this front lawn and everything, like everything's growing through the concrete yeah. and all that. If someone was living there, it'd probably look pretty good. The, my problem is like, imagine you're a Chinese person that actually wants to immigrate. 
That's yeah. fine. Go buy a house. You're going to live there. Yeah. You're just, you have just as much rights as any local person to do so. I don't care about that. Yeah. But the people that don't live there, that these corrupt officials, screw yourself. And they, dude. S- they screwed up because they buy up all these properties yes. and no one lives in them. No. And that ramps up the property market. Right. It's actually just a bank account for them. It is. That's all it is. It is. All right. Okay, <laughs> what? That's a crack shack. Yeah, definitely a that's crack a shack. SWAT team or something. What, what do you write? I mean, that's probably a mansion. Wow. It shouldn't be. It's, oh, it's only 719,000. That one's come down. I mean, this is 11 that's years ago. That's bad, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's worthless. Yeah. Okay. Wow. We got 11 right out of 16. You are now a certified realtor. <laughs> Go out there and get to sell some houses. Apparently, it's a sequel. Do it some other time. Yeah, we'll do it some, some other time for sure. But, I mean, it just shows you how ridiculous things get when, when uh, corrupt CCP, CCP officials go all over the it place. It does. All right. Excellent. So, um, let's see if we've got anything just else. Just real quick. Uh, Nexo Media, I made it to a live pod, uh, episode. Just want to say thanks for opening my eyes. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ross? Since you're from Africa and your daughter's born in the USA, would you say she's African-American? No, she's not African. Who's that? Her, Who your me? daughter would oh. be African-American. Oh, no, she's... I mean... Because... <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, I'd say she's just American. She doesn't have South African citizenship, so she's not yeah. African. She's got some genes, but that's... Oh, yeah, like a little bit, right? Oh, you're talking yeah. about... I was talking about black. Some, no, oh, okay. like... But I'd just call you're her American. African, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely... I'm definitely an African. You are. Yeah. Tacit turn. The Shamate music they are using is stolen from Filipino Budots, Budots music. Plus, the sweater vest deserves a crew name, the Cosbys. Oh, that's not bad. Chinese Ox is back. Please oh, no. stop haunting us. <laughs> I lost my money through Evergrande, so I'm going back to my passion for extortion. <laughs> yeah. Where do you guys live? would love to pay you a visit. That's okay. You're so scared. Yeah. I Don't, know you're joking, yeah, yeah. but you're very scary. <laughs> yeah. and you have a Twitter account now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bruce Chua, have you heard about how China stole the armed semiconductors intellectual property? Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and any talk about Expo in Dubai and Shin's speech, maybe. Kalina and Julia, keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Ross Wolf, I agree with you. Overuse of diminutive suffixes is really annoying in any language. Mm. Thank you. Finally, someone's on my side. Yeah. Bilbo Baggins, love your stuff. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on the global supply shortage? Can we reshore heavy industry that's been moved to China over the years? I think over time. I think uh, it's imperative to start yes, diversifying. For sure. Because over-reliance on China is not a good idea for various reasons. And obviously, from a strategic military reason as well, it's a very bad idea. Because they, they produce all of the antibiotics, all of the like generic medicines that people rely on. They're all still made in China. This, we should not rely on a country that can, on a whim, just cut the supply chain, change their mind, decide that they're not going to uh, export, you know, the, the very necessary things that we need, you know? Yes. Uh, Chen Qiu-shi made his just made his first debut via uh, Xu Xiaodong mm. yesterday after being arrested and disappeared by CCP for one and a half years. Seems older and I almost cried. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so it's good that he's back. Ethan Bradbury, the concept of face has to be eradicated. Yes. Uh, Ozzy Baby says, Hi guys, thoughts on CCP banning cryptocurrencies? Watch, uh, watch the last episode we did yes um what do your wives feel about your anti-ccp content my wife absolutely supports what i do um chinese ox last week we were both talking about dreams i had a dream yesterday not gay oh okay. i forgot that old bit that you took my footage down unfortunately just did dream. <laughs> <laughs> for all yeah. of you that don't know chinese ox is a very very scary mafia member in real life that Winston filmed in a restaurant at his own peril. Yeah, I almost got, oh almost got murdered. God, that guy would have actually ripped your throat out. Yeah, if he saw that, I'd actually... In sand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And anyway. poured boiling oil on Yeah, you just... Have died. Anyway, yeah. um, Chinese Ox has now been super chatting us, trying to get us to take down his footage. Yeah. 
Sorry, Chinese Zucks. It's yeah, we're we're evading. Our hands are tied. There they are. New News Network crew number one on the edge. Crew number two slightly over the edge. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Yes, and some things. Schissel says, "Where are your viewers from? What's the distribution? Forty percent from America." Um, and I would say the thirty re- percent uh, from other English-speaking countries, and then the rest is drips and drabs from yeah. elsewhere. Okay, yeah. Are we going to cover this uh, topic this time, or are we uh, going to skip? It? Might want to save it. Yeah, we'll save it's it. It's not imperative, time. and it's yeah. too good. Yeah, I mean, well, it's too long. It's too the long. Discussion yeah. will go on for an hour. Okay, good. So let's. Uh, we're going to skip on a very it's cool topic that we're going to. Oh, sorry. To. Uh, world view is first, or Wuma Corner? Uh, world view. Okay, worldview is first. Okay, so, well, no, Wilmot Corner is okay, first. Okay, then we'll, you got to skip forward then. Okay, so uh, let right. me get right there. to here. Okay, so guys, we're going to hit you with Wilmot Corner. This is where we talk about the, the haters, you know, <laughs> the usually the state-sponsored hate that goes after us. And this time, it's not, though. So this time... Well, I mean, Wilmot Corner can cover anything that we find repulsive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. So what have we got here? This is scary. Okay. I hate being... Can I say one more thing? Sure. I got a lot of people that reached out, and I was really happy to read this, that, you know, heartfelt thank yous, actually, from people that said to, to me and you. Mm-hmm. And what they said was, I appreciated what you guys said about the Evergrande thing. Because what we said was, we don't jump on a headline before we understand it. We want to yeah. suss it out. We want to talk to people. We want to fact check. We want to make sure that we don't put out a video two hours after the headline hits. Because... Sure. That doesn't mean we did any research. That what that means is we just want views and we want to jump on a topic. And we just want to like give our opinion on right. it or whatever. Yeah. We don't have an opinion on something unless we are a hundred percent sure about that opinion. And we've spoken to people that we yeah. we trust. So sure. I appreciate you guys for saying thank mm-hmm. you, and I appreciated that. That was really touching. Thank you. So one thing I want to say was, if we cover something, it's usually less interesting and more boring in a lot of ways than what other people's opinions would be. That always say this is the end. Holy shit. America's done. Sure. sure. Uh, China's collapsing, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. But this actually gave me a couple chills. Yeah, this okay? is not good. Why don't you tell us why this would give me chills? Well, this is, uh, again, children's textbook. And again, it's very telling because they always target the children to give the message that they want to put out there, that they want the society to, you know, soak in, absorb. And this particular one, uh, basically... Uh, let's see. What does this one say? This one says, Huaying Taiwan Xiaopengyou. Welcome, Taiwanese children. You want to read the rest? Yeah, I actually have the text down here because it's too small on the monitor okay. over there. It says, Huaying Taiwan Xiaopengyou, Yijichuan, Yang Bai Fan. Should we do each uh, line? Yeah, it's a boat you with billowing white sails yes. floats to Taiwan. Piawa Piawa Dao Taiwan. Bring the children Taiwan, from yeah. Taiwan to come have fun at my school. So we're gonna. So I need to say that line. Yeah. Uh, so next line is. Yeah. Stretch out your hands and grasp them tightly, and we won't ever run out of enthusiasm. You know, here's the thing. They're basically saying we're going to welcome the children of Taiwan to come and have fun at our school. In other words, we're going to invade Taiwan, take it over, and absorb this, Taiwan. This doesn't mean we're going to have a cross shores, like cross straits, have fun meeting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is insinuating, and unfortunately, that they are going to invade Taiwan, and Taiwanese children will now be in China, and will be reunited and have, live happily ever after. Yeah. And I'm not saying that this 
little textbook is indicative of that invasion happening. Keep yeah. that in mind. We are not fear mongers. Sure. But it is definitely in that direction of getting people ready. Like you said in your video, preparing its citizens for war. It's yeah. not that China is going to go to war. It's that if it does happen, the people are ready. Yeah. And this is another one. The, yeah. Have fun. It's actually terrible. It's it's putting your political ambitions on children. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like if America in the textbooks was would say something like, um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, we're going to um, assimilate Mexico or something like that. This because and it's it's like all the little Mexican children are going to come and be part of your school. Actually, that kind of happens anyway, to be honest. But you know what I mean? Immigration. Yeah, through immigration. But I'm saying <laughs> this is through it's, war. But this is through war. Like we're going to take this. It's going to you know. It's it's really terrible. Again, this looks innocent, this. but what yeah. this is is it's grooming people for an apparent invasion. Because what a parent will read this, a child won't know, <clears throat> a parent will read this and say, oh yeah, oh yeah, for when we take over Taiwan. Sure. Oh yeah, this is for when we take over Taiwan and all those Taiwanese kids come live in the mainland. Uh, look, I mean, this works very well because over the years that I lived in and worked in China, mm -hmm. I would meet people who would have absolutely no idea that certain things didn't come from China or certain, yeah. Yeah. certain music didn't come from China or certain things were not a Chinese invention because that's all they've been taught their whole lives, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And this is how it is. So all Chinese citizens from a young age are taught that Taiwan just is a part of China, inseparable and all that kind of thing. And uh, it's just a fact. Whereas, you know, of course, there's a freaking civil war still going on. You know what I mean? That's the thing people don't realize. Taiwan is its own country, has been since they split away from the mainland. Yeah. Okay, they have their own separate government, their own separate currency, their own separate laws, their own separate trade deals, everything. It's a different country. Um, but as far as anyone growing up in China is concerned, like, nah, it's just a province of China. Always has been, always will be. And uh, if they make a little bit of noise, we'll just take them by force and slaughter them all. You know, it's kind of a crappy situation. Unfortunately, that is uh, something I came across today. And I, when I was reading that, I was like, gosh, darn it. Not, no, no, it's not, not in the textbook. Nice, no. no. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But when I was learning Chinese in the Shenzhen University, it was hilarious because when they named countries, they had, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had like Russia yeah. and USA and stuff. And then it said Taiwan and in brackets. A province of China, yeah. like in capitals yeah, with in an capitals, exclamation like yelling mark. At you. Yeah, yeah. A province of China. Yeah. I was like, you, you really have to do that? Do you have to? I'm yeah. not a fool. Do you okay? have to? Yeah, have exactly. To? I, I mean, I'm a foreigner. I can make up my own mind. You're not going to brainwash me with your garbage. But they, they try. You know? did, did you see what they did with that free diving competition where no. um, the organizers, under pressure from Beijing, removed the Taiwanese flag? And then a whole bunch of other countries, including Japan and a bunch of other countries said, well, if you're going to remove Taiwan's flag, remove our flag too. That's awesome. Go yeah. Japan. Yeah. Japan that's, and a bunch of other countries. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Excellent. So um, are we going to hit worldview? After? Uh, we'll do a couple of these. A, a couple of questions. Okay. All right. uh, you can't spoof the TCP. It's a three-way handshake. Shaking my head. This is networking 101. Were we talking about that at all? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. You know, you obviously don't know your networks very well because you can spoof anything you want. Of course you can. Anyway. Uh, Marwin Josephson, uh, just caught you live, finally caught you live. Cool. Enjoy this totally random amount of money, 604. Nice. Thank you. Appreciate it. Kao No says, Sun Tzu says, know thyself, know thy enemy. Exceptionalism keeps you from doing both. 
China did not heed their own advice for some time. Now. It's very it's true. Very true. Very true. They must. They're gonna ban Sun Tzu at some point because it's counterintuitive. It's it's ridiculous though because Sun Tzu is such a uh, fantastic. Yeah, we read it in college. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's it's such, he's such a knowledgeable strategist yeah. and everything, and he's Chinese, but they don't follow his advice. They, follow. they should follow his advice. Right. Uh, someone in the in the crowd, gentlemen, I'm truly enjoying your show. Thank, Thank you for what you do. P.S. Winston, thanks for your last video. You're a true Chad. Thank I you so much. One. Thank you. Ryan Jones, thanks for your videos on your own channels last weekend. Much appreciated. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, like like Mila Marsh says, the CCP used to organize middle school students, including Han students, with no pay to pick cotton in Xinjiang. That's forced labor plus child labor. You are absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. I know people that avoided the uh, Mao farming, forced farming thing. That Mao forced all the students to go be farmers to learn from the peasants, which yeah. was so counterintuitive, by yep. the way. Yep. Destroyed the country. Uh, but I know some people, some corrupt people that work their way around that. It's pretty yep. funny. Mm -hmm. Sorry, JPN. Wonder how, uh, my point about that is they brag about today about how they got around communist policies, but they are pro-CCP. I know. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> they don't see what they're doing. No. Sorry, JPN. I wonder how Chinese-owned video game companies outside of China, and counting the Chinese market, are going to be affected by the crackdown on video games hugely Massive. if their market is in China. Yes. Uh, Southern Tennessee lady. Thank you very much. That's very generous of Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for letting both uh, let people know about the truth about the CCP. I have a friend who is in one of the re-education camps uh, that came here after the fall of Saigon. He told me very similar stories about the CCP. A lot of stories I have about my time in D.C. That's awesome. I hope you can yeah. share them with us at some point. Yep. Black Halo 6, I can't believe you all are getting your own propaganda campaign. You must be striking a nerve. Good job, fellas. Good yep. job. We, yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I I mean we don't it's it's weird because we don't want to think that we are causing it's some of these too, things it's, but it's too dude obvious. there are channels that are set up specifically yes. to try and quite de debunk us from the propaganda arm of the Chinese government that are set up only to debunk debunk us yeah it's kind of crazy it's you, funny you can't debunk facts my friends no and they've co-opted foreigners into it too it's yeah, kind of hilarious have. it's it, hilarious it's funny it's yeah. a big campaign mm. Ruber M. Dow wow that's very generous that is incredible thank, thank, thank you, you very much been watching for over a year here's my annual subscription <laughs> question did Obama's race influence on how Chinese on the street uh, discuss America when he was president yes mm. you would hear chocolate skin Obama black man Obama <laughs> Lots of racist Obama's jokes. Fried Chicken's my favorite. That's Remember that? The it, Obama's Fried they Chicken? They set up a restaurant called Obama's Fried Chicken. It was kind of weird. You know, I went to one of these touristy areas in, in Shanghai, I believe it was. Was it Shanghai? I went to a touristy area, and you know they've got those guys who do this beautiful calligraphy. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And his one of his big displays to kind of show off his calligraphy is he'd written Obama. Yeah, Obama, you know, ma like a horse, and you know, yeah. in this beautiful calligraphy. And it was like right on his store, like this massive Obama. I was like, what? what's going on here? That's not very traditional. <laughs> absolutely. And as racist as they were, a lot of people were against Obama, he also became like an icon because no, people, they, people loved would him. have Obama backpacks Dude, on. People actually loved Obama in China. Yeah. And remember Obama's like weird half sibling brother who's like... um. Like a quarter. He made like Jinping or something? No, no, he made that Mu Shaokao. He made the this oh, barbecue, very um, successful, and only because he was Obama's quarter brother or whatever it is, um, he made this very successful chain of barbecue restaurants in, in Shenzhen, Shenzhen yeah, which I then remember. spread all over the country. And I used to go there. It you was know, actually I, really cool. We'd say, remember, we're going to Obama's tonight. <laughs> I remember I was talking to um, mm -hmm. I was talking to a family member of mine in China at the time. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, did you hear? They're always telling me bullshit propaganda all the time. Like, it's just such garbage. Mm. 
about like Snowdenness and yeah. blah 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 that. And did you hear this? And it's always just lie bullshit from state yeah. media or like old wives tales. Yeah. But this family member goes, "Did you hear Obama's brother set up a barbecue restaurant in Shenzhen?" I was like, "Shut up, stop!" But it's true. And then it happened. <laughs> it's I true. Like, okay, I used it. to we call it Obama's, and they used to have this disgusting draft i think it was kingway or something but oh, it was cheap but it was in like this massive picture so you can understand the the appeal yeah it's cheap and you so get this bad, huge though. picture for like 12 rmb it's or like something two percent alcohol but well yeah. no it's like three point three point five but you know you can understand as a bunch of dr- yeah. drunken stupid foreigners we just go there and just get slaughtered and eat all this bad barbecue that would give you like diarrhea. you know diarrhea most people anyway yeah. Uh, I made a video about that on my yeah. channel. You can see Obama's brother opened it. That's right. That's I've right. actually got a video about it's it. You can check lore. it out. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, anyway, he says, keep up the real balanced journalism. Thank you. you. Appreciate it. I remember the Obama Sonic the Hedgehog backpack. Yes. It yes. was a picture of Sonic, wrong colors, and it said Obama on the top. Yeah. yeah. There's also a Harry Potter version. <laughs> yes, it's hilarious. <clears throat> Gotta look him up. Yeah, someone will post on the subreddit. I'm sure. Uh, maybe Sunshine, uh, Tuxedo Nellies and Fine Filaments. Oh, the 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 groups. Oh yes, tuxedo Nellies and fine. I, that's kind of cool. That's actually. good. That's a, that's definitely in the uh, the repertoire here. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll consider it. Keep up yeah. the great work. Truth is freedom mm-hmm. from China. To, oops, I mean Canada. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yep. Death Flash Payday is here and time to share the love. Thank you for your vital info and experiences y'all share. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. That's very nice. Mush, uh, Mur- Muramasa Ninja in twenty sixteen the CCP made a for FYP to build jets engines. Mm-hmm. In 2021, they claim to make jet engines better than the Russians. Seems the CCP can do anything in five years. Hashtag sarcasm. Yes. No, that they, they can't. They I'll can't. do these, this page and then we'll move on. Okay. Tyler, right. Tyler Durden, do you know of any Chinese citizens outside of China affected by Evergrande and the recent developments in China? P.S. Keep up the great work. Well, they we know some people that have been promised re- remuneration. Mm. We don't know if that'll pay out or not. There's also... I know, I know mm. somebody who sent a lot of money overseas well yeah. from from here to china to help their family invest and they're worried about their money you got to understand that happens a lot um when I, I mean i can't speak for everyone but it's kind of a general rule that when uh chinese immigrates to a different country when a chinese national comes to another country they send money back to china to support their family back there and a lot of what they do is they they support investments in property it's one of the biggest things that they help do so there are going to be a lot of Chinese diaspora that are hurting because of the Evergrande situation. It's not just going to be locals. Yes. Yeah. Mark Hamilton for their new studio. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Iski says, good morning from Japan. I'll watch the rest later. Thank you. Uh, Seamilk Johnny says, Johnny Azul says, Seamilk, do you expect the CCP to change up their propaganda yet again based on your latest video? Probably. Yes. David Brooks says, what would it, you say to a YouTuber who isn't funded by the CCP that says the whole Xinjiang Uyghur thing is BS and they have been there? I would... Very simple. Mm-hmm. I have the coordinates. Mm-hmm. I would ask them if they went to the concentration camps because they're there. there was, yeah. It's proven time yes. and time again. Um, and I can guarantee you that they didn't go inside those concentration camps. They didn't talk to anybody. And they probably saw exactly what they were allowed to see because it's full lockdown. Correct. You, you, you know, if you go to Guantanamo in Cuba, mm-hmm. uh, you can have a great time. In the town. Yeah. It's go to beaches yeah. over there. It's a big vibey area. You can go have a nice drink and mojitos and smoke cigars and whatever. If you don't go anywhere near the Guantanamo Bay um, base, how do you know anything? Yeah. How would you know? You wouldn't know anything. No. So that's one thing you have to understand is uh, in China, they're very good at this. They've got very specific areas. 
It's very difficult to get around in China. Yes. That's what makes us different. When you arrive on the high-speed rail or you fly into the airport, you have certain ways to get around. You've got a train that goes here, you've got buses that go here, and you have taxis that go here. There's no other way. So they will take on the train. The train goes through the built-up nice areas to another built-up nice area, touristy right. place. The highways go from a built-up nice area to another built-up nice area. Yes. The, the buses have specific routes that they take. Right. If you're like a stranger who just arrives there and you want to get around, you can't walk anywhere because it's all so spread out, okay? Right. The only way for you to really see anything is to be able to have your own transportation, your own car or your own motorbike. And that's what we did is we drove by motorbike and all the small little roads went away from this curated high-speed yes. rail, this curated the highway. real China. Yeah. That's when you get to see what's really going on. You can go to Xinjiang and like I, I made a video called the Genocide Theme Park. Yeah where you can see every single YouTuber that went to Xinjiang went to the exact same yep. places, these four specific spots, and they all filmed the same square, the They're same mosque, footage. yes, the same night market, the same dancing old man, the same everything over and over and over again because that's all they get to see. And if you're implying mm. that you know someone that, that went to Xinjiang and did, was not paid by the CCP, that's all they saw too. Yes, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Tell them to show prove the footage. It, prove it. Prove it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, let's move yeah. on to worldview, guys. We've got a quick worldview before we hit our um, Q&A. Now, yes. this kind of goes back to the whole Canadian thing. Here. Yeah. Okay. Now, everybody knows that two Canadians were released in a, in a hostage um, transfer, basically. We know one. Yes. One of them is an acquaintance of ours who we've met and, uh, you know, he's a fantastic guy. Uh, I made a video about him, too, on my channel. We spent... Quite a lot of time together, drinking together, having he fun together, going out. He was a fixer on conquering yeah. Northern China when we were on the North Korean border. He helped us to translate when we went to restaurants. He speaks fluent Korean. He's really, yeah. He's a great guy. Fantastic guy. Anyway, nice guy. Fact of the matter is, we've seen a lot of them in the press, but there are other Canadians that have been kidnapped by China. And the reason we haven't seen them a lot is it's not related to the Meng Wanzhou hostage well, thing. I'd like to read. I'd like to read something. Sure, go for it. Um, well, you can you continue. I want to find it first. Okay, uh, we're actually going to play a clip from um, our friend who is a, a Uyghur activist. We're going to play this very quickly, so please bear with us. Okay, I'm going to get us out of here when he pops up. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm sure, just like everyone else, when they woke up this morning, we all heard we all heard the great news that the two Michaels were released, have been saved and free to meet and be with their families after a thousand days of agony. But we have forgotten, or the world has forgotten, one more Canadian who is still stuck behind Chinese bars and has been stuck there for the past 15 years, mm. since 2006, and that is a Canadian by the name of Hussein Jalil. Now, I'm not going to get too much into the bio of Hussein Jalil, but I will leave a link in the description. But in short, this man was um, kidnapped uh, in Uzbekistan. The Uzbekistan government colluded with the Chinese government and he was extradited to China, where he has been given a life sentence for uh, supposed so-called terrorism charges. Um, and he's been stuck behind bars for 15 years. Um, so whilst I'm so happy and, um, you know, we should all be happy for the two Michaels and their freedom, let's not forget about Hussein Jalil. Now, I'm not sure how far my message is going to go, but I would, I would like everyone to help raise awareness by hashtagging what about Hussein Jalil and tagging uh, Justin Trudeau. Um, just, you know, perhaps 
you know, we could make some sort of difference and just to raise awareness about this man, his wife and his kids are, are pleading and uh, desperate and uh, waiting for him to come home as well, just like the two Michaels. So brothers and sisters, get this message out there. Let's not forget about Hussein Jalil and let's ask the question, what about Hussein Jalil? Thank you. All right, so I mean, look, <sighs> This is unrelated to the case, so we haven't heard about this much in the media. But there are lots of Canadians, Americans, people from all different countries who have been detained and disappeared in China for various reasons. And it's always good to remember that there are people that are still stuck there, like this poor unfortunate bloke. Yeah, and again, it's not to take away from anything. Um, we're very happy that Michael's, the Michaels have returned home. And to answer your questions, we'd love to get an interview at some point. We'd like for them to, to be of their own volition, obviously, and we'd let them yeah. settle down and relax, for God's sakes. Yeah. Maybe they want to avoid it. It's up to them. Um, yeah. We're not going to force anyone to, and harass anyone. You know who I interview. wish was detained in Chinese prison right now? Who? <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's you know good, what I mean? That's good, yeah. He deserves it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I For agree. the crap that he's pulled on the world. You know, back back to the whole thing. Um, I don't want to take away from Arslan's message here, but um, this, this is pretty appalling. And China's hostage diplomacy and the way that they uh, conduct themselves is really just not acceptable. And we should start really, the world should really start calling them out for this, this arbitrary detention of people. Just because they There's say so. There's lots more foreigners that they can detain for no reason. Correct. Just, just for political retaliation. Just, just remember that if you are of somebody, you don't even need to be a very high up notable person. If you're of a certain nationality and China suddenly has a, an issue with your country, you could be a target too for arbitrary detention yes. to be used as a pawn in one of these stupid games that they play all the time. That is correct. Anyway, we're going to hit our Q&A. <sighs> Yes. Okay, guys, we're going to hit the Q&A where we answer your questions and you question our answers. So let's hit it. Tessa Turn says the ADV Media website lists an email. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, David Brooks, oh, they're happy to badmouth Western media and politics, but not the CCP. What would you say to them? Oh, that's just, that sounds exactly like every other shill. That's their play. If they suck the g-bar of the ccp and say how great china is and how bad the west is they're guaranteed an audience they're guaranteed these deals through the state media and that's what they do but they're not guaranteed safety once the ccp has used you up yes they'll kick you out and i mean here's the thing ask them do can you criticize the chinese government the ccp because surely there are parts of it that you don't like because in the west we're free to criticize our governments Okay, we can protest against our governments. I can make a post online right now how much I hate the U.S. government, how much I hate the South African government, which I do. South African government, go sit and swivel. Kick your ass, you piece of shit. I hate you. <laughs> useless government, the most useless government in the world. Chased out all the people of all people who can leave South Africa have left South Africa because you turn that country into a shithole. I hate you, South African government. See, I can do that. I can do that. Right. If you do that to the CCP, you get a knock on your door. You get your entire online identity erased. You get put in a detention camp. So ask that person. He can badmouth the West all he wants. Ask him to publicly badmouth China on something that they do happens. wrong. Because guess what? They're not perfect. There's tons of things that even someone who supports the Chinese government must hate and they can't about say, them. They but can't they can't say, say a thing. Yeah. Melbourne Recycled Floors, love your work. Thank you very much. Very generous. That's Pretty very generous. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Better with rum. Happy Friday. 
<laughs> Everyone go and install Cultivate. Don't buy CCP items. Yes. Robert Lopez. Wow, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you Sorry, for your generosity. You question there. Uh, Wing083, which Final Fantasy would you guys recommend? Should I start with Final Fantasy Seven? My favorite Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy VIII. Mm-hmm. Mine too. Uh, I love Final Fantasy, by the way. I'm currently mm-hmm. playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, the, the intermission part. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rec- What would you recommend someone start I, honestly, with? Honestly, the, Fan- no, the Final Fantasy VII Remake. The re- oh, yeah. Just, just start with yeah, that one. It's on awesome. PS4, and yeah. it's, I think it's on other platforms too. And PS5, maybe? yeah. Okay. Um, by just the way, do that. I, I got a PS5. I yeah, actually you did. got one. You, you're lucky. I won the lottery. You, you got some kind of one of those weird lotteries? <sighs> Not the real lottery. I got the PS PlayStation lottery. They sent me an email, and I thought it was scam. Yeah. And I was like, but I got to try. <laughs> it lucky, turned out to be real. You lucky bastard. I'd love yeah. to get one. But you know what? It's like, I'm not paying a scalper. No, so. we don't support that. Yeah. Uh, but I love I love Final Fantasy VIII. That's my favorite. Tacit Turn, is there a way Australia can be free of Chinese spy ships within its territorial waters? Australia is a democracy, and they can take Port of Darwin back, regardless of undue CCP influence. I, I think spy ships are the least of your problem. How about just spies within the country and within the government? Yeah. I think you should focus on that. Not spies, like, beneficiaries, mm. you know. Well, they are that actually are on spies. Behalf, yeah, yeah, of course. On behalf You've of the got CCP, members of the United Front that are in currently politics. elected politicians yeah. Yeah. in United the... United yeah. Front. Yeah. The... the arm of the ccp yeah the, the ccp's propaganda like yes. thing you've got you know chinese flag being raised over the box hill police station sure come on guys wake up venus supreme uh today i probably spat and peed on a picture of mao <laughs> okay. and shinny in honor of it being october 1st best feeling ever you don't need to do that <laughs> that's a bit petty and now you have a mess Koala 1203, <laughs> yeah. coal shortage in china looks like the boycott in australian coal is good for the environment in the long run mm-hmm. lol <laughs> that's a turn to modify a phrase from afghanistan if you can't find a real one never mind no, okay really yeah that's <laughs> what the hell come on come on guys. farmer the term trap describes a trans or gender non-binary fluid characters it comes from western transphobia over there it is uh over there it's as you said nbd what is nbd i have no idea yeah but yeah you're right it's uh there it's like an actual trap it's like a meme Oh, to be okay. a woman, you know. Yeah, yeah, a it's woman. a trap. Like not, not like a, whatever turf or something like that. Just you gotta, you gotta really be up on all these acronyms these yeah, days. Yeah, kind of behind. Yeah, uh, Black Halo Six standby four are the Chinese game characters with huge boners. Hmm. Okay. Don't know about that game. Hmm. Black Halo Six, y'all too know too much about furries. <laughs> Especially Winston, he well, taught me everything I know. Well, I, I used to in South Africa. I had a friend who was a furry. I think we should keep it a secret. Yeah. Not not to save face, just yeah. because. But I mean, the like thing it. is, like, I, I didn't know anything about them until he, he taught, told, yeah. told me about it. And I was like, this is really odd. Now I know about you. I did a, lot of, did a lot of research into to try and figure out what this friend of mine was into. And then I ended up becoming an arch enemy of a furry, which you was did. very strange. And it's not it's, furry dumb. It's somebody, just, oh, you know, I've, I, I somehow attract these people that really just hate me and want to destroy my life. So this is in South Africa. And this guy who. It was really weird, and I used to run this kind of anime society, and I used to so there's a lot of kind of strange people. This guy was very strange. I tried to help him out, tried to involve him in, in our events and stuff, and he, he was one of those weird people that's an obsessive-compulsive kind of a person. And it, a lot of warning flags, because when he first met me, he would tell me how bad all of his like people that he knew in the past were, like because he uses it as a sympathy ploy. Uh, and I was like, okay. this guy's a bit weird, but whatever, give him a shot. And he, he went psycho and strange. And then later on, he became a furry. So oh. no one knew him. This, this is not the friend guy. No, my no. friend who's a furry is a different guy. That's a different guy. Yeah. So, and he became this furry. And then he, he tried to attack me online, but through his like persona. 
There's a weirdest thing, and I can't remember what he called himself. It's some ridiculous name. Like uh, they always have a funny name, isn't it? Like, like Misty Humphrey Golden Socks or some shit. You right, know, yeah. anyway, whatever the hell it was. <laughs> okay, but uh, let's just say I've got. Way, I know way too much about furries because you know. <laughs> I've what would your first known... name? What What's your first son's name? I don't have a persona I'm name. Sorry, yeah. Dude, <laughs> come on. <laughs> what the hell? What would you be like? Like, you'd be a... Do, are furries snakes? I don't Probably think so. not, right? That's weird anyway. Yeah. It's always supposed to, I mean, it's supposed it's like to be furry, animal, right? right? Yeah, that's true. It's always like true. foxes and horses and stuff like that, you know? It's kind of bizarre. Well, I mean, Wincy, you could be like like whinnying like a horse oh no stop let's just not go down this <laughs> path snake boot this terror. is so terrible <laughs> anyway uh daimo <laughs> z since china bans media with likable villains will mm-hmm. they try to ban transformers that's too knee deep in chinese no. society yeah yeah it'll end as badly as them trying to ban ultraman yeah because ultraman was massive yeah. in china yeah uh glacia says winston furry confirm what's your it's persona not, well there I'm we go totally not in a furry Impala. okay Impala. No. I mean, to be uh, honest, it, you should just own it because you might get a lot of support from the furry community. Ross Wolf, video. I'm all game about heroes. people's expression oh, yeah, and stuff too. like that, but I'm not a furry. Well, that's what they want you to think. <laughs> Ross you're, Wolf. You're, well, at least I'm not a brony like you. Why am I a brony now? I don't what know. have I exhibited that behavior? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Enough. Ross Wolf. You want me to show them your collection, your My Little Pony collection? Don't you dare. <laughs> Um, okay. Video game heroes must resemble such icons of masculinity such as Sun Wukong, Lung Feng, and Ryan Sheikrist. Probably Lei Feng, yeah. Oh, Lei Feng, yeah, I yeah. was going to say. Right, uh, Ross Wolf, all female video game characters must express attraction to high ranking CCP <laughs> officials. Also, they must be beautiful, beautiful with huge bazongas. Yeah, probably. probably. By the way, that's something I absolutely love about um, you know the Western society is. It is the the vast plethora of subcultures that you can find. Absolutely, it's that's awesome. what makes it interesting. Yeah. You know, there's a subculture for everything. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. It's individualism. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I might not like a lot of them, it's but that's kind of weird. Some I'm not really, a. Really I'm weird. not your boss. Yeah, right? but it's nice to know because it makes life interesting. Yes. Uh, Seviers, finally, I got you live. We need more people like you guys. Best from Chicago. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Kuala1203, happy 97th birthday to the former President Jimmy Carter. Here's $5 of free eucalyptus money. Thank you. You need to spend that on yourself. Eucalyptus is a bit short. It's, <laughs> it's you know, the climate change and all that Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dark Grandarius, downloading Baldur, Baldur's oh, Gate yes. 3. Amazing game. Uh, any chance you both are still playing? Well, it's it, we finished the Because uh, they had the early access. Demo, yeah. yeah. Actually put 60 hours into, into that. the demo. Yeah, so I can't wait for the I full game. I put in 30. Well, I, yeah, I played it once <sighs> and then I played it. We played we it played multiplayer. It together. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I can't, can't wait, wait for the full thing. When is it coming out? It's freaking it's annoying. Taking too long. Taking too long. Uh, as a Canadian, we're disgusted to see our ambassador trying to downplay the hostage diplomacy. I agree. Yes, it's unfortunate, but it shows you how much control the CCP has over, yes. uh, you know, Western politics oh don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and that's the thing they use political correctness against the west and this is the biggest problem because it works yeah and we got to get over that we do jonathan cabana says it's payday boys enjoy some coronas on me lol winston have you seen the youtube documentary on the south african special task force from 1997 yes oh yeah yeah i saw that i actually saw that on tv when i was in south africa it really opened my eyes how much violence there is oh yeah dude tricky ricky says the green screen hat sorry green hat 
usually has a tinted or plastic glass yes that cuts out certain light and helps people identify fake us hundred dollar us bills oh interesting oh it's old school lol oh so it's like a hangover from that yeah i wonder why they roll their sleeves up with that strap though that i cannot tell you yeah don't want to get your sleeves messy with all that ink i suppose i guess maybe it's to make sure they're not like slipping hundred dollar bills down under in their sleeves that's what i, that's what I would do right? yeah exactly Ooh, oh no we're short a couple hundreds here <laughs> oh gee yeah Ooh. yeah anyway call the u.s mint yeah um mr crease i have 108 percent point nine percent in my mandarin class lol that's <laughs> okay. how did you pull that up yeah i told the embedded tutor needs to tool hall because <laughs> he was yeah. blinged out with some ridiculous outfit he laughed pgo yeah. oh yeah you know tu hao means like uh rich but classless rich yes. yeah. you know if you you know if you've got like a country bumpkin it's called a two bowser which means a dirt bun you know yeah. like a steamed bun i know i'm talking to them not you <laughs> moron you know you obviously said you know <laughs> so I said yeah. Yes. yeah so a dirt bun and a two hao is somebody who's basically a dirt like country bumpkin like a like the beverly hillbillies basically that's too hot and they like get these ridiculous like gold plated phones and the worst taste in everything that's too hot you know so even they call that color too hot jean you know like when you get cars that are wrapped in like reflective gold and you've got like a stupid gold colored belt and stuff it's called too hot jean which means no, you know yeah silver. yeah your iphone silver yeah but that's called too hot jean and that that gold color by the way that Apple released on its phones is specifically to meet that market demand in China. That's correct. That kind of gold color. Yep. It's called Tuhao Jin, so country bumpkin gold. Yeah. Tuhao cringes me out a little bit, though, because it's like a meme from like 2014. Yeah. It was, it's overdone. It's like when people get the seats of their car like done in LV leather and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's Tuhao. But I mean, yeah. I hate when people overuse it all the time and they're like... Yeah. Oh, you're a too hot. I always say, you know why? Because there was a foreigner we met. He came to our motorcycle shop one time, and he's like, "You're such a too how," but it had nothing to do with it. Sure. And I'm like, don't say words you don't know. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Your explanation is spot on. Yeah, cool. Uh, Grant, the Michaels are free since you know one of them. Might you, might you be able to get an interview in their own time? In their so own time, if they if they, uh, if they choose to do so. Out. I mean, if I was them, I would totally understand not wanting anything to do with anything. Yes. I mean, you were just held hostage for three years in Chinese yeah, prison. Yeah, exactly. So. Let the guys enjoy their freedom for yes. a bit. So, so, just listening to your two podcasts at work today. Thanks for a good Friday. Awesome. Not, not the good Friday. Episode. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bjarni Christiansen from Iceland. Uh, first country to recognize Lithuania as a sovereign state. Yay. Yeah, go Iceland. Also, Coleman with sax is Shama to... Coleman. <laughs> Coleman <laughs> with sax. Yes. I kind of like Coleman with sax. Wrote, write that yeah, down, dude. Col Coal men with sex. Bjarni is awesome. He's always yeah. got good, good ideas. Yeah. Coal men with, with sex. It's like Goldman Sachs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Juan, sorry, Juan Guzman says, hey guys, love your work. Uh, have you ever planning on interviewing Mike? I oh, we've sorry. just answered that. Yeah. Thanks. Um, love your content. Will you guys be hitting out different Chinatowns and Chinese restaurants? I, I wonder if you've got, if you've seen, oh, for another set of Chinese food series. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, we did the quest for the best chinese uh food in the usa and that was on the west coast now that we're on the east coast we can do it here at some point yeah that's you correct. know th it's it's a little different now than when we first did that because climate the climate has changed around what we do so it might be a little yeah. harder might not be as welcomed around as not, not just that actually a lot of china, a huge amount of our supporters are chinese americans yes but 
there are the newer immigrants that are not de-brainwashed yet. Yes. It's a bit of a security risk for us. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, it's still on the table. Yeah. I, I mean, I go out to I'd love to do it all the time. Yeah. So. Um, then we Mayo have to, like, make sure no one's following us home afterwards. Correct. <laughs> that means, like, if there is no Communist Party, there'd be no new immigrants. Yes, that's very yeah, true. Yeah, you got to ask. There's I mean, if Chinese it's such a great, guys. if it's no, no, the whole point is like he's saying. If I know, there's no there's, corrupt. Yeah. If there was, if the government was so good, people wouldn't have to leave. That's very true. That's the thing. Yes. Why are so many people always fleeing China to go abroad? Corrupt Because I've said this many times. I would not have left South Africa if it wasn't such a shithole. If the if the government hadn't destroyed the country, right? The same thing for China. Why is everyone leaving if it's so great? Correct. It's because they, they understand that it's better. There's more opportunity. Individualism. Either, either to, for individualism or to make money or whatever, freedom yeah. of expression, whatever. There's a reason for it. You would not leave if it was great back home. Correct. Mm. James, have you read Willful Blindness by Sam Cooper? He find links between drug lords and all that kind of stuff. No, I have not. Uh, no, but that's, I'll look that's into cool, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, D3 King, these crack checks, a.k.a. fixer-uppers, go for a million plus in Vancouver, in Vancouver yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, Juan says, CCP sees handsome, well-groomed guys like this. Gross, sissy boy, makes China look weak. CCP sees Mao. Now, this is the ideal man for Dude, women. yeah. Where did, where did all that money go, by the way? I haven't moved it over yet. What do you mean? I didn't take it out of our thing. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, Robin, people know what Mao looks like. I know. Is it over there? I haven't unpacked any of that stuff yet. Sorry, we're still unpacking garbage. Oh, um, I don't know where it is. It's going to be in that pile of crap we haven't unpacked. Okay, all right. Sorry. Sorry. You guys know what Mao looks like. Anyway, uh, the reason I wanted to bring the, uh, uh, the whatchamacallit, the money <laughs> out here is the, the whole thing is when I would <sighs> speak to people and uh, they would point to Mao and talk about him or for whatever reason, um, because... You know, it's kind of interesting on the money, how to tell if it's fake or not, as you feel Mao's hair and you feel his jacket and yeah. all that kind of stuff. That's what I like to do is run my hands <laughs> through Mao's hair. Anyway, it, like you'd be out at dinner and you'd have like a, an attractive girl that you're on a date with or something. And yeah. they'd say, oh, he is so handsome, but a little fat. And I'm like, how is this? How? <laughs> Don't say that. You're giving me creeps. Yeah. I remember like, that. Yeah. How is this man handsome? That's people can get elevated to handsome status through word of mouth. I saw this. Remember, we talked about this too many yeah. times, but there would be a, like a foreigner yeah. where one girl said he was handsome. And then it would catch on. And it's like, that guy, <laughs> that guy. Well, I mean, if that's your standard of good looking is this disgusting, fat <clears throat> Jabba the Hutt man who is a horrible, horrible, terrible, murderous man. This is your idea of good looking. You got a problem. That's very true. Yeah, that's very true. Anyway. Juan says, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Ro uh, Robin Lang, Thank David you. Neufeld, come to YVR. We'll give you a fun tour of the crack mansion in Mung's neighborhoods. <laughs> uh, many are local buyers, but CCP's foreigners' uh, money dragged up the prices. Yep. Koala1203, thoughts on collab with Caspian Report in regards to China? Just watched his recent video regarding Mongolia's geopolitics. We've had a problem. We've been doing some interviews. We did a bunch of interviews yeah. recently with some fairly big channels that we're excited about, and they won't. They completely won't get back to us. Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's very strange. So, I mean, I'm hope not saying that's Caspian Report. No, I, we don't even know Caspian Report. The thing is, like, um, yeah, we we had a really great mm -hmm. interview with a really nice this guy, has happened a couple great times, channel yeah. recently, and uh, they were like, yeah, we can't wait to release it, and they never released it. And I think it's because they they get pressure 
Or they, they realize that uh, if they release the video on their channel, they're going to get the Wumals attacking or maybe their China market might be affected or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it's kind of depressing, to be honest. Yeah, it sucks because it takes us a lot of time. We've done two interviews now, which in total took us six hours. Yeah. And they don't see the light of day. And we don't. And the, the worst part is that people don't reach back out to us. Yeah. Yeah. Like, We'd understand. Just send me an email. Yeah. It, it hurts our feelings. It does. It's it's kind of shitty. Just, it's just shitty. And it just shows you the influence of uh, the CCP, though. It does. Uh, DJ, where the F is Cardi C? Leave her a, Leave Cardi C alone! Wait, you mean... Cardi. Yeah, she's still here. Come on. I haven't I haven't seen her stuff. Yeah, not in a while. Not in a while. Yes, love you guys. Keep up the awesome work. Dear Taikonaut. Stop. <laughs> Dear Stop! Taikonaut. Don't do it. No, that's my microphone. Uh, Cesium. <laughs> oh, it is. I just deep-filled your microphone. That's disgusting. Thanks, guys, for your content that you put out. Oh, it's a pleasure. I watch. You're crazy. I've been learning Chinese since I was 13. I never knew a lot of this information about China. I hate to see people say it's misinformation. Stay awesome. Hey, stay awesome, you too. Uh, Colleen Creates. Thank Colleen Creates. Thank you very much, Colleen Creates. Uh, some guy with a name says Ballsack. Oh, yes, you know what that means. Ballsack. Uh, Carla says it's 5 a.m. in Bangkok, and your last podcast, you mentioned 70% of the land in China is polluted. How much is that from recent industrialization? Was any of it historical damage due to uh, poor farming methods in old days? Yes, most of it is industrial, though. It's mostly industrial. Uh, you know, during Mao Zedong, when he forced people to build smelters in their backyards to try and make, uh, you know, steel or whatever it was, that definitely did a lot of damage and diverting right. rivers and stuff. But it's been recent with all the, the rampant in industrialization with no checks and balances. You have factory runoff just going and being dumped into the soil. Also, don't forget that China's been accepting the world's trash for God knows how long now. Right. As a, and they made huge amounts of money doing that. Right. But you know what? They've got to the point where instead mm. of bringing the trash into China, they just take it in the middle of the ocean and dump it in the ocean and then go back and fetch another load. So clean. Yeah, so awesome. But anyway. some people are saying, oh, the people that snubbed them on the interview are Caspian Report. That was no. unrelated. I don't know who Caspian Report no, is. No, it's un it's I, it sounds familiar, but we yeah. didn't do an interview with them. Don't worry. Yeah. Anthony, are you guys familiar with NTD News and Epoch Times? I read that they're both corporations started by CCP dis dissidents. Excellent journalism. Wondering if there's any interesting backstory. I don't we, follow them. Very well, much. I mean, it, they, they definitely have a bias and an agenda. Not to say that their Doesn't reporting matter. is Whatever. wrong. Yeah. It's always good to get your news from various different sources, and mm -hmm. it's good to know where, what the sources are all about. So yeah. if you watch any Chinese state media, you know that it's controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. Right. When you watch. NTD and uh, Epoch Times and stuff, they're backed by uh, the Falun Gong, which is a spiritual movement slash cult slash with a religion lot of, with a lot slash... With political bias. Yeah, which definitely have a bias against the CCP. Mm. So you got to understand what you're looking at. But you find truths everywhere. So nothing wrong with watching NTD or no. Epoch Times. There's a, they do very good reporting, but yeah, they have... Yeah, some of their stuff is good. They have a very good reason to say ccp bad and there's, okay? no, and there's no problem with that it's just yeah just so you there, know there is a difference between what what we do yeah not that anyone is more legitimate than the other thing it's just that we base everything on 10 plus years living in china and then people we continue to talk to and we try not to sensationalize yeah anything. and if you watch the ccp media like cgtn or whatever you know that all they're gonna say is china good rest of the world bad so right. you know you just have to read in between the lines and you'll find the truth somewhere in the middle Yes. Mm. Um, we, we don't like sensationalism, though. No. Not accusing any, anyone of that, but we like to steer clear of that. Yeah, try to stick down the middle if we can. Yes. Uh, three Cream. 
Recruiters from NetEase and Tencent keep trying to headhunt for me at game dev position in Shanghai. I should put Remember Tiananmen Square on my LinkedIn profile <laughs> so Microsoft will filter Yeah, did you out. see that? That they, They've yeah. actually, we did speak about it, but um, if you've got any sensitive words in your LinkedIn bio or profile, you actually blocked in China. Even though your LinkedIn account's still viewable in the rest of the world, in China, it's not there. Three Queen, try, try to reach out. I just, I'm curious what they write to you. Mm. Uh, Adam Kell, finally watching you guys live. Thanks Excellent. all you do. What are your plans and future goals for the podcast? Also, can I get a cotton? Of well, you can first, get a cotton. first of all, I'm going to, uh, the future plans is to fix all these stupid little glitches. Yeah, now sorry. that we have this new studio, I'm going to go through it. I'm going to fix it up okay, a little bit cool. because I'm responsible for we the still technical have to, side. Like, yeah. yeah, and here's a. Yeah, there we go. Just for cool. you. Mm. Um, it almost looks like that propaganda girl saying it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kurt Ohio Serb says, "Good, jo great job, guys. Keep in touch. You keep me in touch with the realities in China. I was there six times from 07 to 09. Met many good people, but the government is ruining China. You're yes. Right. Yes. Dadon says, Winston, is your car finished or must you return to LA to collect it? Yes. Uh, I will be going back for an update on it. It looks like it's about a month away. There was yeah. actually, it's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> well, they keep saying that, but it looks like a month or two away. It was ridiculous. Before, before I came up, I went to the shop to check on it and they hadn't done work for a while. And their reasoning is, oh, it just stopped working. It doesn't start anymore. So we can't move it into the paint booth and stuff. I'm like, come on, guys. So I had to go there with my tools and actually fix the problem because somehow they'd screwed up the wiring when they were stripping everything apart, got it running again. So there's no more excuses. And I'm expecting an update today. And as soon as it looks like it's ready, obviously I'm going to fly down take a bunch of video about it and actually try to drive it back to the east coast which is crazy i know for an old car like that we'll try but yeah so we'll be back and forth there'll be updates for us if like lilith harley did make a joke on the north korean border chinese shills reading strips oh that's great excellent wing 083 would that chinese face filter work on hua chunying or would it crash <laughs> that's rude that's kind of rude but it's but, appropriate well, it's, we've, uh, we don't disapprove yeah yeah Juan uh, what do you think will come from the meeting that Biden had with Biden had with the leaders from India and Japan last week probably quite positive at least judging from the direction Japan's been going yes in. yes uh, Jennifer the entire political hostage situation is why I cut ties with, ties with studying in China in university and changed university Chinese yeah um, I was not putting myself in that situation good, good. very good uh, Pierre Pierre Jean Jouve Thank you very much. I have to just say, I know I know we're running out of time here. And we have to get yeah. through these. But you're right. When I was studying in the Shenzhen University, they took us hostage. Yes. That yeah. day that the Olympic torch was being run 2008. Oh, they did that to me in, in Inner Mongolia. When they were running that torch, they literally locked all of the foreign students inside the university. We weren't allowed to leave. They did that with every student in the university in Inner Mongolia when a Mongolian person threw a Molotov cocktail at a CCP building. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing that's bullshit is they only locked the foreigners in. Oh, you only, yeah, you were the only Chi foreigners. China, Chinese people were allowed to go out. Now, they, mm -hmm. luckily we got a heads up from someone in the office who said, look, if you don't leave here by whatever it was, like 10 a.m. this morning, you're not going to be able to leave. Right. And they literally uh, locked all of yeah. the foreigners inside the campus during that torch so that run. Protest. Yeah, just so that there could be no like disruptions or anything. Now, that's being called taken hostage against your will. Correct. And if you're in China, it can happen to you. Yeah, uh, they set a perimeter around the city. No person, human being, could leave or enter the city because of one man mm. that threw a Molotov cocktail at a government building. Yeah. In a different city. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott Telfer, I did 49 days in detention. I tried to message Winston about it. For 15 years is too long. I'm open to talk to you guys. Um, hopefully, we get your message. Yeah, please, so. please send me. Uh, what, what's the be best way to contact us? If you if you 
want to, you'll figure it out. You know, just tweet at me on Twitter. Or go on, tweet, find tweet us at, on Reddit. Yeah, Reddit or Twitter. Just yeah, tweet, Twitter, at, tweet at me and then I'll uh, DM you and we'll talk. Yeah, good. Uh, Sino Xenon in HK. Seen the story of the U.S. lawyer jailed for non-assault on a non-uniformed cop who was denied he was a cop. Collaborate with him on the fall of rule of law. Yeah, it's, ter- it's Not a terrifying. Uh, then we got 3331. I don't see how diplomacy will keep the USA going down the same path of the Communist Party takeover of China. My grandparents were fortunate enough to escape to Taiwan. Are we way past the diplomacy route? Um, Maybe. I mean, we. The thing is, China, the only way to stop China being such a belligerent bully is for it to get a bit of a bloody nose or to lose massive amount of face. Yeah. You know, because well, nothing, nothing, yeah, nothing stops them. They say they're going to do something and they don't do it. And then there's never any repercussions. Yeah. And that's the biggest issue with China. Oh, we're not going to militarize these islands that we're building in the South China Sea. OK, fine, then go ahead. Guess what? They militarize them. Where's the repercussions? Zero. They just do whatever the hell they want. And the rest of the world's like, oh, it's just China. Let them do it. Jordan Penn says, love your channel. It's been watching for a long time. Miss the old days of motorcycles and back roads. We do too. Yeah. What is the worst bathroom you found traveling? Winston has an entire video about bathrooms. Yeah. Documenting can, bathrooms. Yeah. yeah. Just look at, uh, I think it's called the China They Don't Want You to See, that video of mine. It's, it's also in, you made Chinese toilets are wild. Oh, yes. No, <laughs> actually it's called, yeah, yeah. It's called Chinese toilets are wild. Yeah, go look at that one. Black Yellow 6. Winston, I'm not a furry. I don't know. It sounds kind of like something <laughs> furry would say. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Answer the furry memes for sure. Mm. Jordan Thomas, what are your top favorite sci-fi movies and why? I like Star Wars. That's my that's my shit. Yeah, I mean Aliens. Okay, it's one of mine. Oh, there's a ton. Uh, you know, I'm I'm big into sci-fi. It's probably my favorite genre. Uh, Matthew Hawkins, you should watch Kraut's video on the origins of Chinese state versus Indian state. Thank you very much. Okay. EC90 is China Russia relationship relevant to European gas crisis? Uh oh yeah, maybe because of the pipeline. Not it's an possible. expert on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Jones, ADV Podcast in Space. When will I get a Winston Seamill broadcasting from the that, space? That'd be sure. cool. <laughs> Elon Musk would probably, you know, if we try to get on SpaceX, he'd probably hand us over to the Chinese government. Yeah, he would. Elon Musk he'd would be, be like, like, we got him, guys. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a disappointment as a fellow South African to see that uh, Elon Musk's going down that route. Elon, uh, Alan, I'm sorry, I called you Elon. Alan is at, here's my contribution to Winston's new furry costume. Stop! Stop! I'm glad we're on this <laughs> Peter, Pete Tran. Do you know that South Africa got rid of nukes because they're afraid of what the future government would do after apartheid thoughts? Yes, it's true. Oh. Yeah, we had nuclear weapons in South Africa and they... Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, I mean, it's... On, I think in the African continent, it's probably the only country that had nuclear power. Oh. So, you know, we had nuclear weapons, and um, it was kind of scuttled before the new takeover by the ANC. Oh, okay. Probably a good thing. I, I wouldn't want to see Jacob Zuma having access to a nuclear weapon, you know. Doesn't he shower AIDS away? Yes, he does. You know what I mean? Or Julius Malema or whatever. Screw sure. that. It's probably a really good move, <laughs> to be honest. Probably South Africa shouldn't have had nuclear weapons. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think the previous government was very... I mean, uh, they're not great. Yeah, they probably shouldn't have had <laughs> access to nuclear weapons did. either. But I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, meh. During 1804, it all makes sense now. She banned Winnie the Pooh because he didn't want anyone taking his first Persona. <laughs> yeah. Is Winnie the Pooh a fursona? <laughs> I mean, Maybe. One love. Thank you so much for a cotton. I needed that. Give, yeah. give her a Yeah, okay. Cotton. Here we go. Let's give her a give you another. <laughs> there you go. Um, 
Nova Star, I feel for the Chinese coming from the country with the most expensive real, expensive real estate in the EU and our salaries aren't the best. Mm-hmm. David Durst, is organ harvesting still a real thing in China? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, click all night. Seems to me South Africa would be a dangerous place to be a furry. Might so- end up in someone's stoop. Mm. Would su- we support you guys, whatever your furry status? <laughs> they would absolutely eat a furry. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you went on. into a township. Like in the rural Guangdong. Oh, in China, yeah. Come yeah, yeah. on. Oh, for sure. Oh, you, she was, oh, I'm sorry. In South Africa, yeah. I thought you were talking about China. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like Halo 6, what backdoor chop shop did you take your car to that they can't fix the problem they created? You don't want to know. You'll find out when it's done. Amanda. You know, remember, remember, it depends on how it turns out whether or not I'm going to blast them or not. Because if they do a good job at the end of the day, I'll kind of forgive all their bullshit. But if they don't do a great job, then, then it'll all come out. They've had your car for over a over year. Over a year now. Over a year. Amanda Schwartz, sending my first super chat. Here's five dollars for some. Thank beer. you. Hope the hard work. I'll have a silver bullet after work. InterSim says the football soccer team I support, Inter Milan, who are owned by Suning mm-hmm. and the Zhang family. Do you guys know much about Suning? Yes, we do. Yeah. And their extent of the connection to the CCP. Absolutely connected. Of Any they are. main corporation is. Keep up the great work. Hugely connected. Absolutely. Suning is like this massive. I, I, it's it's kind of like Best Buy. Yeah. It's like Best Buy. So they sell electronics and, and appliances and stuff like that. And it's in Huge, every Hugely every connected to the CCP. Of course. William Pacheco, you're right about being critical of where the info and news comes from. Westerners have said the CCP is a dy- in dynastic decline forever. Correct. Yeah, it's true. Uh, James, first time live. All the best. Thank you very much, three, James. Three, three, three. And wow. thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you guys pretty soon. Absolutely. It's been fantastic. Thank you for putting up with our little glitches in the beginning. I will ensure that doesn't happen next week. I'm going to redo our entire streaming machine if I have to. And all of our equipment to make sure we don't have an echo, echo, echo. And if anyone comes with their fake echo claims, we're going to hunt you down. And this time, you know what? We're going to. In Minecraft. Yeah, you know what we're going to do is we'll have, like, we'll stream it on one of our devices here and we'll actually listen. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah in the beginning to make sure sure no one's messing with us um thank you very much for putting up with that guys and thank you for having this very important conversation with us as you can see always something new coming out of china that we have to look at and the only way you can really understand what's going on in china is if you have lived there and know the language and are able to see through the bs facade that the chinese government puts out there because they're so good at it that's what they do Anyway. Um, people want a ball sack before we go. Oh, oh and thank okay. you, Rami Audio. First time catching you live from Japan. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. And hell yes. Remember, don't ever forget this guy's name, Peter Dazak, otherwise known as Peter. Because it keeps turning out that this guy is responsible for more and more and more deception uh, when it comes to the pandemic. And he's a big driving force behind the fact that the pandemic spread and was created in the first place. We're going to find out more about uh, good old as time progresses. Of course, it's not his fault, all of it, but he colluded with the CCP and helped hide and cover things up so much. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, can't stand that guy. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess it's time for us to go. Yes. So thank you very much for watching, guys. And of course, um, yeah, I am not going to, yeah, you can manzo all you want. Walk slow, as they say. I'm not going to cut myself off this time. Okay, let's try count this down properly, okay? Five, four...